Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, here we go. Wednesday, Wednesday action. Little Wednesday Taz Show coming at you live, right from the Gimmick Clubhouse. Off of a, well, my area where I live, a mild snow blizzard, but a boiling hot icy blizzard. None of those words even connect well with each other, but I digress. Welcome to the Taz Show. It is me, Taz, yes, and uh, we're going to have a great two hours for you um, on this Wednesday edition because... As odd enough as it is, because it's Wednesday, Mike Johnson, PW Inside Report. Well, there was no live show yesterday. What the hell? I do my thing the right way. I keep my word as a man and a professional. The Mike Johnson will be on with the PW Insider today. He'll be on the show via Skype. Also, uh, we'll go over SmackDown live, discuss SmackDown. I also watched Talking Smack, which, frankly, was a waste of my time. Um, that kind of really didn't do it uh, for me uh, because they, they had a lot of stuff to carry over from um, a SmackDown storyline. That's the main A storyline, and that's with Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. And I think that uh, Talking Smack did not do a good job connecting those two, and I'll get into that in uh, probably right in this first segment. Uh, but real quick, uh, let you know the phone number what's going on here because people are calling the show already. It's a very busy, 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 busy show. And if you want to call the show, it's a very simple and very easy process. Attention, hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. It's really that simple. 866-475-2948. And, uh, yes, welcome to the show. And um, so a little house cleaning real quick here. Uh, we have... Um, Last night, it happened, uh, the, the new T-shirt of the Lumberjack, the producer of the Taz Show, Dennis Jones. Timber! Yes, uh, Dennis, welcome to the Taz Show. Good moment. How are you? Yeah, stop. You don't okay. Care, you don't care how I am. Don't, don't ask me fake, casual questions. I was actually very concerned because of the weather. Don't, no, stop, sir. Uh, new policy. New policy right now between you and me. None of these small talk. How are you today? I don't. You don't care. You just spent an hour with me in this freaking room. Okay, Sorry. Got it. Rounding it down. Policy. I have a question. Are you happy that your new shirt has dropped? Oh yes, very much so. I want to thank you right off the bat for allowing me to barnacle and piggyback at the same time mm. and ride your coattails to the the gravy train of producer success. Well, that's day. That's radio. That's radio as we know. And uh, your shirt, I think we have a graphic of it for those that haven't seen it. There it is. I apologize for nothing. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. It's a Lumberjack official t-shirt. It's a forest green with a uh, Vegas gold ink. Very nice. Only difference, leave that up there, Ant. Those that are watching the video, only difference with that, that you, when you purchase it at clothesline.com, you will not have that on the sleeve. It says clothesline. That will not be on there. It will be under one of the bars on the front of the shirt. 
and hashtag the Taz Show, you will need a microscope to see that'll be inside one of the bars. It is so tight. Am I right or wrong? It's- yeah. I said you showed me yesterday. I said, uh, "Don't you want that to be a little more prominent?" And you said, "Yes, I do." But <laughs> it's a long story, and it and it's it's fine. Uh, it was it, it's okay. It's it's not about me. Well, who am I kidding? It's about me. Let's be honest. But um, uh, but anyways, it's about you. It's about your shirt and about you making bank. Uh, apparently, people are buying the shirts like crazy already. There have been out. purchases. I was very surprised. Well, you got a week, son, to get over because next week, guess what happens? Uh, I don't want to know. Yeah. Running the game t-shirt, my t-shirt, orange or black Jones, it comes out. I'm running the game. That's right. comes out next week. All right. Enough of that. People are calling the show. Uh, oh, yeah, other, a little more house cleaning. I apologize here. Everybody slow down. Okay. I'm a little rusty. I missed a day. Um, NCAA bracket, college basketball, Final Four Jones. Uh, it's going crazy. It's running amok. Hundreds of people do right or wrong. I mean, have joined this thing and rolled. There are a large amount of people. Hundreds doesn't do it justice. I was pleasantly surprised with the turnout that we've had so far. It ends at midnight tonight. And you text me and you go, dude, there's a lot of people. And the more people, the less chance we have to win. Yeah, and- we're in trouble. <laughs> and you know what else I'm very surprised about? We we put up the poll on the Taz team on the at the Taz Show account. To determine what the prize was going to be, and the options were a T-shirt, a Chef Mech, uh, Chef Mike Beck, which I'm surprised didn't have more votes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A signed basketball, which I thought was hysterical. You were like, we should get an orange and black basketball. Yeah, custom. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just a Spalding so, on it. Signed by Taz, or one signed by the entire Taz team. What's winning? The basketball with the entire Taz team is in the lead right now. Oh, God. Very how, surprising. How many, fans... times, how many times did you guys vote? I mean, really, you, Anthony, Cowboy. I mean, we're well, familiar with who Cowboy is. Some people might, know who Cow- might not know who Cowboy is. Cowboy's job, he, he asked us after the first, he's like, oh, what can I do? And I was like, look, you need to create as many fake Twitter accounts as possible, <laughs> follow Taz Show, and just like the basketball. That's your entire responsibility. Uh, yeah, Cowboy will make an appearance. He'll make a debut one day soon on the uh, Taz Show here. I like this kid. He's the new call screener. He's got Moxie. Yeah, he does have Moxie. I like him. I like him. He's he's, he's Mild Jones, but he's got Moxie. Mild. Not Miles. Mild. With a D. Yeah. So, uh, other house cleaning. Oh, speaking, I couldn't help but notice, sir, that you said prizes. Ah, prizes. Well, I have uh, some news for you. As uh, announced on my uh, Twitter account yesterday, we dropped some breaking news during SmackDown. A special guest tomorrow on the Taz Show. That's right. Live in studio will be Katie Linendahl. She will be here in studio right there. She's a tech expert, TV personality. She's always right down the road here at the uh, at the Today Show. A podcaster, a writer, very talented, talented female for sure. And she is a, a wrestling geek also. She knows so much about the wrestling biz. She's a, a big part of um, Sam Roberts' wrestling podcast, my friend Sam. So um, Katie is going to be in studio with us live here. Uh, so she'll spend some time here. And speaking of prizes, Katie's kind enough that she, because I said she's a tech guru, she's going to bring um, some, uh, a cup, one or two or a couple, whatever amount she's going to bring of gadgets. And we're going to do a contest because I don't give enough to you, the audience. And you are going to have an opportunity to win what she is bringing. And I could tell you, what is going to be in this contest, if you'd like to know? Do you want to know, Dennis? I'm curious, and I'm sure the listeners are. Yes. Well, okay. There's going to be an opportunity to win. I'll just give you a hint. The word drone 
is in the title of this product. No video, Brian. Remember him? You know what? I got a little conspiracy. What? He might have known Katie was coming, left the show so he can win the drone. Because obviously we're not eligible to win. No, we can't win. So maybe he'll be back. So maybe Video Brian 2 gets bumped. We bring back the original. And we're good to go. I think Video Brian is like everybody else has left the show. When they leave, it's like uh, on the cartoons. Like the tires spin. And they're just gone. They don't give a rat. Says they just disappear. Right into oblivion. Just gone. Shot right out of a cannon. They don't care. Video Brian could care. Couldn't care any less about me. All those guys. I made them all. I te- I texted Video Brian. I said, oh, how's your, uh, you know, how's the week been without, without that show? And he was like. Hey, man, new phone. Who's this? There you go. There you go. I should ban you and everybody else on this show from communicating with anybody who doesn't work on the show anymore, like WWE does when you leave. Okay? I should I should do that. Well, you're banned. You can't talk. You can't talk to anybody else. I should do that. I'm not kidding. Twitter hack. Hashtag Twitter hack is uh, trending, which I find very interesting. Uh, now Twitter is hacking me. So, yeah, Twitter hack is trending. Uh, hashtag the Taz show is not trending yet. Uh, neither is hashtag we over yet. And in the next coming months, we will get RTG uh, trending. I'm running the game. That will be trending eventually. Yes, we will do all that. Okay, what else? Did I get it on the house cleaning out of the way? I think I did, right? Um, let me check. Hang on. Okay, so let's see. Give me a second here. We did that. All right, I don't want to no, talk about this guy. I'm not putting him over. Uh, we talked about Katie coming on tomorrow live in studio, right? Okay. Um, oh, we got to make sure we get her on the security list, by the way, so we can get her in here. Well, I, she's a very, very threatening-looking female, so we got we got to be careful of that. I don't know if that's on air. <laughs> like we we got that in post. Okay, great. We got that in post. I can't say get her on a security list. No, you can. It's just I just said it. I didn't say. Yeah, I, yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say nothing wrong. All right. So about SmackDown uh, last night. Um, you know, right out of the box, I gotta say I kind of enjoyed the show for the most part, and only because I'm a, I am a, um, I'm really like a picky, as you guys know, when it comes to the broadcasting of the show, meaning the announcers or announce team or whatever. And it was like the SmackDown announce desk was on a diet yesterday, which was nice, as opposed to four people talking, there was two. And, oh, man, how nice to hear a two-man booth. You know, I mean, really, I mean, unless, uh, I don't know what you'd be watching. I I haven't, uh, even I think Ring of Honor has, uh, when I saw the 15th 15th anniversary show, they had a three-man booth. So, I mean, I think so, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so so, uh, besides Lucha Underground, who's on vacation now, you know, so, uh, (laughs) well, company goes on vacation, um, you know. They, they, they had a two-man booth, which was nice. It was nice. And I, I got to tell you, Tom Phillips, I think, had an opportunity yesterday. And he did a very good job, in my view. And I also think he and JBL sound very good together. Um, they, have a, they have a good balance. I think JBL did a great job last night. He sounded better with it, – it, as a commentator, it's just – it's not that you want your job to be easy. Okay? You, you want to do the right job. And John knows that. The thing is, man, it just it is easier when you don't have all these other people talking and the one guy who's supposed to be the lead, sometimes the lead in Morrow, and sometimes he's not, sometimes Tom is. So 
the bottom line is the two-man booth last night sounded excellent to me. It really did. And those guys look good on camera, too. Tom Phillips, um, uh, you know, I've given him a hard time on my show here in the past when he was on NXT and some backstage stuff and what, like, you know, I've seen him. I, I got to tell you, he's rapidly grown on me. I think he's doing uh, an excellent job. And I think he did a really good job last night. I do think it's important to have someone with him with credibility, in-ring credibility, like someone like JBL, uh, you know, a world champion and, and all that jazz, and, and a guy who knows the business like the back of his hand. I do think it's smart to have that, and I think uh, kudos to WWE for doing what they did there last night because Mauro Ronaldo, um couldn't make it because of the blizzard, and I'll get to that in a second, I promise, and because Harvard uh, Otunga uh, was making a movie. And I tweeted this, uh, please, God, make him have more movies than anyone ever in the world. Yes. Whatever keeps that young man from the announce desk, I'm happy. I'll even go to his movies. I'll, I'll, I'll buy popcorn, I'll support it, I'll chant his name, everything. I'll do everything in the movie theater. Just keep him in the movies. Keep him there. Now, Mauro Nalo. Okay. Mauro missed the show yesterday. And the announcers did the right thing. They did it on camera explaining that where David was and explaining where Mauro was because of the blizzard. Whew. This is rough. You, you can't miss a show. It's just that simple. But unless you have a family emergency, you cannot miss a show. You can't. You can't miss a show. Uh, uh, when you miss a show... Uh, and no, in no order of preference, you get heat with the locker room. You get heat with your boss. You get heat with your uh, 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 broadcast colleagues. Um, you, you, this is not a regular job. Uh, you are there once a week, and you are making a lot of money with a massive, massive platform. You, you got to be there. You got to make the shot. You got to be there, no matter what happens. Morrow is from Canada, okay? So he's well-versed when it comes to weather and snow. You got to... You, the people knew the storm was coming for days. You have to prepare yourself to get to that town early. Now, some would say, well, Taz, you missed your show on um, yesterday, on Tuesday. Yeah, you're damn right I did. Yep, I definitely missed it. Yes. Big difference, okay? Uh, I'm here every day. That's number one. Uh, number two, <clears throat> I, I don't... I'm not... Per- Without getting to do much detail, I'm not provided transportation. I'm not provided a hotel to stay in the city. I'm not provided a, 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 a SUV from from a car service to come pick me up. Once in a while, CBS does that for me, but not on my daily show. It's not part of my deal. So I I, I got to get in here. I got roads that are closed. I'm doing a daily show, and uh, you know, it, it, and the building I work in is basically. In, in essence, and all floors closed. <laughs> I can't do it. We've talked about this before. Dennis, right now, you've worked for a long time at CBS Sports Network uh, Radio, CBS Sports Radio, and uh, at WFAN. Different story there. It's a full, we've talked about this, full-blown studio working 24-7. That you cannot get away from. It The show must go on. That's right. And that's how it is when you're a commentator in WWE. Morrow needed to be at that show. He needed to be there. And here's the kicker in the whole thing that I didn't even mention in the, in the litany of things that he, why he needed to be there, besides his responsibility. Um, it, WrestleMania is two freaking weeks away. 
You can't miss the show. And how about this part? You know the young guy is up your ass. Phillips, he's right behind you. They put him at the desk because they're not exactly doing backflips over your, your, your performance. I'm being frank. It's not a personal attack on Morrow. Morrow's been on my show. I got I to call it like I see it. And I just don't think that's cool. Now, look it. Look it. Morrow's doing a lot of things. Morrow's doing a, 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 a podcast um, with uh, Boss Rutten, who I'm a big fan of, Boss. Morrow's calling boxing and, and other combat sports, I guess, at times. I, I saw him recently, uh, and he, I thought he did a good job. He was calling uh, boxing on CBS TV. Um, who was in that fight? Anthony. You, Ant, you there, Ant, bring Ant. Um, I know Ant sort of fight. I sort of fight, so I'm just drawing a blank. Ant, who was in that fight? It was Thurman and Garcia. Thurman and Garcia, correct. And Morrow was there calling. Thank you, Ant. Get back in your cave and then stop talking to me. Get back to work before I give you a beating. The hell is he to jump into my show like that? Um, video director, my ass. <laughs> I digress. Morrow did a good job when he called Thurman and Garcia. He did. And... Uh, and that's a different topic, which I'll get into probably in the show, if possible, if not tomorrow. Big difference in calling combat sports to pro wrestling. Where pro wrestling, especially, well, forget about pro wrestling. Big difference in calling combat sports and calling WWE. Okay? Big difference. I could promise WWE is a lot harder. And if you don't believe me, listen to tomorrow's work on both ends. It's a lot harder calling WWE. I promise. Okay, bottom line is, Mara's got to get to that show. No matter what it is, you work, in essence, one day a week. And I forgot about this part. Don't he call 205 Live? Mm-hmm. And they shot that yesterday, right? After They shoot that after, right? Yes, sir. That's not after Raw. I keep getting confused. No, it was after yesterday. Yeah. Smackdown. Dude, you're not only missing one show, you're missing two. <laughs> Double tip. Yeah. And if you remember, Mara was the internet darling. He was the internet darling. When he came to SmackDown, it was like the sky has fallen. Thank God, Morrow is here. Yay! Yes, yes, Morrow's here. Now it's like, all right, Morrow calls SmackDown. Honeymoon's over. Honeymoon's over. He's not in his wheelhouse. This is not, in my opinion, I don't, I, 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 I tell you what, if I'm WWE, um, I, you know, it's a real douchey thing I'm going to say. Eh, yeah, I can't say it. See, now I feel bad. You're going to end up saying it, so you might as well just say <laughs> Good point. That's a very good point. I am. Um, I, look, th- th- don't be shocked, folks, if you don't see Morrow next week at that desk. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it works. Don't, and you can't blame WWE. You can't. They're supplying transportation. They're supplying... Look, they're not paying transportation. Well, I don't know his deal. I shouldn't say that. Most times, they don't pay for transportation from your house to the airport. But your flight is paid for. Your hotel is paid for. Your rental car is paid for. Okay? I, I, I've been under an announcer's contract. I know how it works. Um, he's got to get there. Which, which leads me uh, to, to something I'll get talking about in a little bit. One of the most dangerous trips I've ever been involved with in my life to make a show. And some of you know what I'm talking about because you saw on Twitter some interaction with a different broadcaster in a different company. Uh, which I will uh, get to uh, uh, in a little bit here. But i got a lot of people calling the show already. 
So um, let me get on the phone here real quick with a couple of these folks, these fine folks here. Matt in Florida, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment. I had a off the hook a question, and I bought the lumberjack shirt yesterday, so I'm one of the two. Look at this guy. All right, go for it. <laughs> okay, my elimination, my uh, off the hook is an evil elimination chamber. Yeah. For the WWE Championship, the wrestlers in the pods will be Ricky Banderas, Abdul the Butcher, Vampiro, and Maniac Mark Lewin. Wow, and, and that's an interesting deal. Okay, go ahead. And the two starting off the match will be Bray Wyatt and Kevin Sullivan. I knew you were going to say Kevin Sullivan because you should, and you did. That was that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> he belongs in that. <laughs> All right, good. And now uh, that's you off the hook. What was the other thing you were going to say? My, my question is: uh, This might get covered in SOSM sometime in the future. But, uh, <laughs> we have that later on too. Don't hold up. your breath. I forgot about Facebook Live later. We might have SOSM. That should be it too. Well, maybe we'll see. With all the uh, Twitter fighting between Matt Hardy's wife and Impact Wrestling, do you think there's any benefit in Impact fighting for the Broken Hardy's gimmick since it doesn't look like the Hardys will ever work with Impact again? And wouldn't it be smart for Impact just to distance themselves from anything TNA and just try to start new and fresh? You mean the Hardys? No, I'm talking about T- uh, Impact or formerly TNA. Well, you're saying have Impact. Uh, let me just understand what you're saying, Matt. You're saying have so Impact. You're asking me, should they stop fighting for the broken name? Yes. Uh, I would love that if they did, and, and, and not that I have anything to gain from it. I, I would love to see, <clears throat> excuse me, love to see that happen. Um, I don't think it's gonna. I could tell you the stance of TNA of Impact Wrestling. They feel like that that character that that the the broken gimmick was built on their dime on their airtime, you know. So that that's why they they're fighting for it, and you know they're they're being they're they're um, you know yeah. It, it's some would say hey just to stop and give it up and and I mean would WWE give it up? Probably not. But 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 to I, see I that that's the thing, Matt. This is business. I, I'm not defending Impact Wrestling. Uh, as a wrestler, I feel like Matt, and from what I understand, Matt's the guy who created the gimmick for the most part, uh, and with Jeremy Boris helping him. So that's Matt's IP, in my opinion. So um, uh, that's the part that I think where TNA or Impact Wrestling should say, you know what, let's back off. This was not our original concept. This was not, you know, our IP from Jump. You know, that's that's why they should back off, not just because they don't want to piss off fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could understand WWE not wanting to give it up because they're such a big company and they could do something with it. But what really can Impact do with the broken gimmick if they have no Hardys? Make make a fake Hardy like no, they're going to do nothing. No, 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 no. It's not about them. It's not about them using the gimmick, Matt. That's I don't think Impact. They just they just don't want anybody else to profit and monetize off a gimmick that was built on their dime. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? What's that? They want royalties, maybe, no, for them using the gimmick. I don't think they want royalties. I think they just want to shoot them down. They want to stop them from using the gimmick because these two parties had a bad breakup. Now, there's been times where you, you know, hey, look, let's say this show leaves. Let's say I leave CBS, right, and I go somewhere else, and the Taz show comes with me. Well, what if CBS says, well, wait, the name the Taz show, that was built under our banner. You're not allowed to take that. No, I think they're just going to not let you take the lumberjack. Well, then that would be a beautiful thing. Yeah, I would say no, no. We'd actually fight over. Would have to. <laughs> we would fight. No, up. you take him. No, you take him. <laughs> 
He's killing the catering budget. <laughs> God almighty. Thank you, Matt, for calling. He's killing the budget. Uh, Matt bought your shirt. Uh, he said one He said one of two, and that was being generous. Uh, no, you're making bank. Humble Jones over here. You're making bank. Yep. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Yeah. I see what's I going thought on I would here. thank you by wearing one of your shirts today. Yeah, wait a, yeah I know. I saw Kiss-Ass Jones. I, I see what's going on, bro. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, the orange goes so well. Uh, I did. <laughs> Yeah, the, the great whole, pumpkin. The whole ginger gimmick. I mean, it's just like a straight, like you should be the mos- mascot for like, you know, mascot for like uh, Cincinnati Bengals or something. Was, just, or what about the Syracuse Orange? I don't even have to you, wear that fuzzy. You just walk out. <laughs> yeah, I just be myself. <laughs> just got to buy like an orange banana and just like throw orange bananas at someone that, no, oranges might be better. What the hell am I saying? What are you, crazy? Will you stop? Orange men use oranges. Why would you use bananas? Uh, yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas for sale. It's an old song. Do you know that song? I don't. Ah, pot it up. See what happens. <laughs> Piss somebody off. You never know. Um, bananas for sale. I don't even know. <laughs> I think I've done this before on the show. There's an old song. Uh, I don't know who did it. Man, did Louis Primer. Yes, we have no bananas. Man, this is a long time ago in Natasha. This was discussed. Might have been sang or sung also. Yes, we have no bananas. You found it, right? I think I did. Uh oh. <laughs> We're about to get in trouble. Uh, it's, it's probably from like 1930. 1923. <laughs> no, d- dude, really? How old is it? 1923, so I can't get Quick math. Everyone's got to be dead who was involved with this. He might be related to me. This is Billy Jones. <laughs> Billy Jones! And he keeps Billy Jones. To eat, but you hear him listen, he, he's going to do it. This is why you got to listen live. So on the order of the band, you might not have this. It's tremendous. How did you find... We have I know everything, bro. I, just, it's amazing. How do I... How did I... It's ama- I have... I get information over the years. This is definitely a one-man barbershop quartet. And it's... <laughs> These things stay in my brain. You can let some things go. We have no bananas should be one of them. He goes, and yes, we have no bananas. Tremendous. We gotta, we gotta get this to the sound effects store downstairs and tell them that uh, they should play this sometimes. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. On that note, we're gonna, uh, we're probably gonna go to break here. I think we should go to break and. Uh, and uh, la, la, la. other side of the break, I'm going to tell you about this dangerous drive that I was alluding to. This dangerous trip about snowstorms and stuff like that, as I was talking about. You got to make the shot. Well, we made a uh, smackdown, and I'm going to tell you about that if because I, I think I've talked about this in the past. A lot of new fans of the Taz Show never heard the story, and I'll tell you that story shortly. Taz Show, stay tuned. Uh, talking some smackdown, taking some more phone calls. Sit tight. There ain't many nuts like they will tell you two kinds of red herring, dark brown and ball bearing. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. As I said earlier, uh, and you guys know, Mauro wasn't there to call SmackDown, and he wasn't there to call 205 Live, Um, which uh, the more I think about this, um, 
the more I'm thinking you're probably not going to hear him next week. Um, that's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying they're going to fire him. I'm not saying they should fire him. I'm just saying uh, they have young talent, talent that's homegrown in essence, um, that are excellent, that that, that that they're grooming the right way. And I think you got to tip your call to Michael Cole because um, I know, and a lot of you guys know, he's, he's basically in essence in charge of the announced talent, and he's grooming these guys. And it doesn't surprise me how well he does with, with them. Um, I'm, I'm a guy from that. <laughs> he helped me before he was helping anybody, meaning he was put in a position to work with me, and I did not know how to broadcast or nothing. And Cole actually had a radio background, worked for CBS Radio, actually. Uh, didn't have a show, but he was like a, um, a reporter, like uh, all over the place. You know, hey, uh, it's, uh, you know, shoot name Sean Colthard. Hey, we're, I'm reporting from wherever, uh, you know, Phoenix, Arizona. There was a, a plant that had an explosion uh, at a factory and, and you know, f- f- reporting on site. Whatever. What do you call those type guys? On site reporters? Something like that, right? Field reporters. That's the word we're looking for. Field reporters. Yes, that's it. So that's what Cole used to do. But anyway, so he knew how to, he was a broadcaster. He went to Syracuse, was in a new house school. For those that know, from broadcasting standpoint, right or wrong, you'd be an orange man, even though you went to ECU. You know about- Syracuse is the premier broadcasting school. That's right. At Northwestern. Yes. When I said that, that he went to new house at Syracuse- your face is like, woo. You're like, whoa, wow, woo. Fancy, fancy Dan. Fancy Dan Jones, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Cole's a new house guy, yeah. So a Speaking lo- of Fancy Dan, yeah. didn't mean to interrupt you, oh, but. No yes. Taz is trending. <laughs> oh, trending. <laughs> trending, trending. That's how it goes, folks. That's how it goes. It's because I'm a success and I'm awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome that I got you trending for me. Something like that. No. Uh, no, thank you guys. You guys made the show trend. Actually, what's trending? We over's trending. Hashtag we over. Okay, maybe we can get Double Banger Jones now, like we did last week, the other day. Remember that? I like Double Banger Jones. Flip Double Banger Jones, where hashtag uh, we over, flip to hashtag the Taz Show. See, I'm getting greedy. And then I'll get even greedier. Oh, you're going to do... Okay. Hashtag to RTG. Could you imagine, bro? The old triple... The Triple Decker if Sandwich. you could triple trend Jones, that truly is running the game. I'm running the game! So here's the thing. Back to what my point was. Because this is why I'm, you know, I, I need to just say this. <sighs> Mauro not making that show. Having a guy like Cole who grooms the talent. Who I could tell you, I'm living proof how he helped me as a commentator. The guy knows what he's doing, and you can see it by the talents of how we've seen the rapid evolution of Tom Phillips, or now this gentleman, Mike Rome. Well, I'm not too familiar with his work. I've seen him do the backstage stuff. I saw Chris Jericho make fun of him on Raw, which I think they should rapidly stop doing uh, with him. I'm sure they will, because you don't want to, you know, emasculate the guy. And speaking of Cole, he's been through that, you know, years ago. You know, DX when it first started, you know, he's been the, the brunt of jokes as a play-by-play guy. You know, and, and that's a tough thing to bounce back from. But Cole Person, you already did it. You got to tip your cap to him. And speaking of Cole, and I said as uh, going into break about this dangerous trip in a snowstorm that I was part of many years ago uh, when we had a SmackDown. And it was in Indianapolis. And it was myself, current play-by-play man at Impact Wrestling, Josh Matthews, and Michael Cole. So Michael Cole and I were the SmackDown team. Josh was a broadcaster working for WWE at that time. I can't remember which show he was doing. 
He do a lot of backstage stuff, as you guys know. So we knew the storm was coming. So we went to the, usually we would fly out the day before. So we'd fly out, on, we didn't have to be at Raw. So we'd fly out on Monday to make Tuesday. And um, we knew the storm was coming. We started looking at the flights on Saturday to get us to Indianapolis. Three people. And WWE, trust me, helps you big time when it comes to travel. Big time. So we ended up going to the airport on, I think it was Saturday night, late night, like a 9 p.m. flight on a Saturday night to do a show on Tuesday in Indy. Well, we get to the airport. Uh, it started snowing early, and flights were, like, getting shut down and all this. Well, our flight was canceled. And now it was mass hysteria at the airport on a Saturday night. And we're, like, freaking out a little bit. But then we're like, you know, let's stay cool. We're not working until Tuesday. We can get a flight tomorrow or something like that. We started looking at the weather forecast. We went into, like, a, wherever at the airport, like a bar or whatever, looking at the, the gimmick TVs and all this stuff. And we realized we're going to be effed if we can't get to the show. We got a responsibility. Um, we got to get there. And we called the office on Saturday night, told them what was going on. I mean, when I say the office, I mean, well, Kevin Dunn. That's, that's I called him. <laughs> and Cole and I spoke to Kevin and told him what was going on. And I said, you know, we, I know we got to get there because you guys got to get there. I go, no, we know. We, we, we're, but we, we're going to have to probably run the car and drive. He goes, holy God. I go, you know, and Cole was like, yeah. And Josh was like, whatever we need to do. Whatever we need to do. And uh, I said, you know, Kevin, it's going to be expensive on the car. He goes, just rent the car. Rent, rent whatever you got. Get a 4 by 4 Rent what you got to rent. We got to think it was a Lincoln Navigator. It was very expensive. And we drove for two and a half friggin' days <laughs> uh, to make it to the friggin' town. And that was not when SmackDown was live. That was a taped effing show. A taped show. Josh Matthews, to his credit, I know many of you hate him now. Many of you hate him. But, because he's a heel and he's doing his job as a heel. But but it was a taped show. And to Josh's credit, because he was the junior man, he refused to let me and Cole drive. Refused. He so drove the whole thing. He drove the whole way. We, we did stop in Pennsylvania. It took us forever to get to Pennsylvania. And as you know, dude, to go from... LaGuardia Airport to Pennsylvania is not that far of a drive. Dude, the, the weather came on us real quick. Mile-wise, it's not. It's not. There was really, like, no visibility. It was dangerous. We ended up staying in a hotel somewhere in Pennsylvania. I don't remember where. And then the next day, we just, well, we were in the car, but Josh drove. We navigated. This was before the whole GPS thing, too, by the way. Rand McNally Jones, as they would call it, Yes. A map for you as young folks. That's something called a map. I knew Rand McNally yeah. real well. <laughs> yeah. So, but point is, so here's the thing. And I think I've told this story before. Not only did we drive, not only did it take forever, not only was it dangerous, not only was my wife mad at me and Cole's wife was mad at him because of the danger of it, okay, <clears throat> that we went. We had a responsibility. We did it. We show up in Indy, dude, the friggin' production meeting. I think it was like 12 noon. We get there at 1130 a.m., like right before. <laughs> This is a gospel truth. We show up. We walk in. Cock and a walk, Jones. We made it. We're troopers. We're pros. We're proud. We're this. We're that. We get in, and Kevin's like, oh, you guys made it. Great. Thanks. Thank you. And then we see Stephanie McMahon. She's hey, guys. Heard you guys had a long trip. Yeah, we drove. Ah, oh, glad you made it. Good job. That was it. Done. Next. All right, let's start the meeting. That's, it's, it's an expect, you're expected to be there. 
I'm not knocking those people. I'm, I'm not. They shouldn't have kissed our ass. I'm not saying that. We're all a little ticked that we get a little ass kissing going on. To be honest with you, but <laughs> but no. Okay, aside, like your job is to get there. That's your job. That's your job. So you guys noticed maybe some tweets. Josh tweeted something last night. Uh, you know, I tweeted off it. Hall of Famer, good old Jr. Jim Ross. I believe he retweeted my tweet off of Josh's tweet. He gets it. He gets it. You gotta make the shot. You gotta. You, you're working once a week. The talent is humping the road every friggin' day. They're the ones paying the bills. The talent, not you, the commentators, not you, the play-by-play guy. The announcers pay. Uh, the, I'm sorry. The wrestlers pay the bills, and they make the shots. You gotta make the shots. You gotta. So. I don't think Mauro Ronaldo will come on the show anytime soon, bro. No. I don't think so. So, but it is what it is. Got to keep it real up in here, as the kid's been saying. You know what I mean? Got to keep it real. So, you have any comments, thoughts, opinions on this? Because if you differ from me, it's cool. It, it, say it. No, you got it. I mean, today is a, I mean, it's not on the same level, but today is applicable where travel was tough for for the crew, but we're here. You know, it's, it's not this. we're not driving to Indy, but... So you're, this is the nice way of saying and telling the audience you were late today. Oh, I, you were late. Show's on, isn't it? Uh, show's on. Show got on late. You were late. I was late. Your t-shirt drop, big fancy man. Oh, that's why I was talking to my agent. I was like, oh, look, what kind yeah. of deal can we work out? How fast can I get out of here? Moneybag Jones. <laughs> there he is. Moneybag Jones. I got it. I see what's up. Yep, 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 yep. That's all good. I got to start talking about SmackDown here. Hey, uh, Alex in Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz show. What's going on, pal? Alex, hey, how are you, buddy? Good, what's up? Good, Taz. First time, long time. Oh, my Lord. Are you right in the year, man? Started off right away. What's up, big guy? Hey, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, SmackDown and or Tour 5 Live last night. Cause I, was, yeah, I was at the show. Oh, you were there. Interesting. You yeah. have good seats? You have good seats? Uh, we were basically right opposite the uh, the hard camera, a little bit a uh, little bit further up. Interesting, uh, Alex. Uh, I did not notice you uh, with a Tao show sign. I don't know why that didn't happen, uh, sir. I'm just curious. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what that's called in the business is stooging yourself off. You see, yeah. you, you said, oh, well, right across you. I, I hooked you, and you felt, you, Dennis, you saw it. I did. Alex, let me give you some free advice for the next time that happens. Just say you had the sign. You were just out of the shot. He's, <laughs> he's, no, he's none know. the wiser. <laughs> I will not know. But, Alex, you're like, I was right there, smack dab in the middle of the camera. Yep. Uh, that's okay, pal. We still love you. Uh, so how was the show live? The show was pretty good live. Uh, I'm a big fan of in-ring action. There was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of promos that were being cut. AJ Styles, obviously, Cena, Miz, Randy yeah. Orton. For me, honestly, the highlight of the night was the main event of 205 Live, the the five-way match for the number one contender. Those guys tore the house down. I did not watch 205 Live. Tell me who was in it. That was uh, Austin Aries, TJ Perkins, Tazawa, Tony Neese. Wow. And V. Brian Kendrick. That had to be great. Had to be great. Yeah. I mean, the, and now, so, dude, like I've talked to people before that called after SmackDown. Um, I'm assuming a lot of people, folks, left the building once uh, Shane made his announcement on stage and, and SmackDown ended, I guess. Uh, 
surprisingly not as many as oh, you good. think. Good, 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 good. And good. I, I think, honestly, a lot of it had to do with Austin Aries, because the minute his music hit, that crowd went nuts. Hold on. Did they play Austin's music right after Shane said his promo? Exactly, yeah. He was the first one to go out. Oh, very Austin smart. Aries, yeah. Very Austin smart. Aries' yeah. music hit, the crowd went nuts. Yeah, I mean that keeps the people. I, that keeps see that keeps the people. I was very smart what they did there. That's very smart, yep. smart production, and that's how you keep the people. Oh, we can't leave yet. Aries is going to oh, wrestle. Yeah, yep. Well, no, I, I, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. They oh. played his music first for the match. Neville came out immediately after Shane, and Neville started cutting uh, a promo. So they they led with the champ on 205 Live. Okay, so you didn't have a Taz show sign in attendance, and you also just gave me wrong information. Maybe put it over, and I look like a jobber. <laughs> And you did point out this is uh, your first time calling the show, right? Yep. Oh boy. One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. This is not. Well, this is not going well, Alex. We got to save this somehow. I don't know, bro. What we're gonna do here? Well, I-, I will say, Taz. Unlike a certain other person on your show, I will apologize. Oh, look at this gentleman, <laughs> Alex. There's no need to apologize. Uh, you're a friend, a scholar. We've never met, but you know what? I hope you call back again. Uh, are you a new listener or viewer to the to this show here? Oh, I've been listening since episode one, Taz. You're the man, brother. Well, I appreciate it, Alex. I uh, look forward to hearing from you again. Hey, thanks, Taz. You do a great job. I uh, always enjoy listening to you. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you, big guy. Take care. That's Alex right there uh, in attendance. No Taz show sign needed. Um, yes, but that's okay. Good dude right there. Yeah. What's up? You have something to say? He, I can see your mouth is about the movie. That you're hungry. I don't know what it is. I, I actually, I'm very hungry. Shocking. Talk to me. I just, uh, Alex... He saved himself at the end. When in, when in doubt, just thank you and appreciate all your hard work. That's all. That's it. That's all that matters. I'm very easy. If you kiss ass a little in life, you do well. That's a good policy. Uh, you've mastered it. <laughs> well, thank you. New set design. We've you know we 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 basically segment one the partial partial of segment one. It's great lighting, and then once we get to segment two or three, it's like Taz is an angel. You with the glow. glowing. Again, another day without that sound effect. That's all another story. Begging. Unbelievable. Angels. Google angels. So, uh, yeah. All right, so SmackDown. um, You know, like I said, I did not. I kind of liked it. I I didn't dislike it. Um, I kind of liked it. I liked it better than Raw. Um, Like I said, I I really enjoyed hearing a two-man announce booth. And I thought that uh, both men did an excellent job. I did. Um... I, uh, I I really like the cold open of the show, the, the, the open of the show showing the AJ Styles, Shane McMahon stuff in the backstage gorilla position, the hold you know the uh, holding area before the wrestlers go out through the curtain. For those that don't know what that is, uh, I really like that how they they went back whatever they said an hour ago or two hours whatever the heck it said a lower third, and it sped back up. They told a little mini story right there, right at the tippy tippy top of SmackDown, and then come out with AJ cutting a promo. You know, I really enjoyed that. I, I thought it was good. You know, I'm a guy who said uh, a week or so ago, I wasn't crazy about the fact of this AJ versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Um, and they really haven't done anything to get there. Well, they have. And that's the thing. When WWE wants to, they can. They can turn it on quick. And they know how. Trust me. They just, uh, sometimes they, they take the long route. Um, if you don't want to see Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania, you're out of your mind now. At this point, I mean, you know, I got to tell you, I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, I really, I thought that the spot they did, uh, where AJ was waiting 
the threat of the show was AJ waiting and looking for, for Shane to show up. He didn't hide the fact he was going to attack him, basically. He said, I'm going to make an impact. Like, he snapped, you know. Um, and he did. He attacked Shane. They did the gimmick, Hardway Blood Jones, into the uh, glass of the back door on the, on the sedan there in the car. I thought that was so well done. I thought, listen, I, I'm going to tell you, right, this is another nub-worthy thing. When you're doing physicality backstage, and there's a camera on you, no matter if it's you know backstage in a locker room or in catering or in uh, the parking garage area, wherever it is, this is when you have to get even more physical because there's really no distractions around you. You're not in a ring. You're not around a bunch of people in a ring, in a big arena. You're backstage. The focus is fully on the physicality. And you know that you have to apologize to each other ahead of time. So what does that mean? That means you're going to beat the out of each other and get physical. That's what that means. Because you have to. Otherwise, it looks horrendous. And both AJ and Shane, Shane took a lot of shots from AJ. AJ brought the physicality. Uh, Shane, like a trooper, ate it in true toughness. And it was, it, was, it was physical, and I thought it was very, very well done. Whoever was the agent on it, I, the, there's always a physical agent involved with physicality on a backstage bit. Not just the writer, the agent's the key because the agent has experience as a wrestler. This physicality with these two men was very, very good, Dennis. I promise. I, I really I loved it. For, for Shane not being a full-time wrestler, it, he... I mean, you've mentioned this in the past. He has no problem mixing it up and doing right. spots where normal you would think like, "All right, listen, you're you're Vince's son. You you have nothing to prove." And time and time again, he's like, "You know what? Put my head through a window." Like, but he, dude, yeah, that's true. History shows with Shane, he has not once, not twice, not three times, a plethora of times, put his body out there, put his body in line. And, and to your point, he doesn't have to. But he is a pride-filled guy. He wants to prove his worth. He wants to. He wants the locker room to respect him, and they do. I mean, I think people in the business respect him. Even if you've never met Shane, you're a wrestler, a guy or a girl, you respect him. You're not expecting him to go out there and have a five-star match uh, between the ropes for for 30 minutes. Um, you know, like uh, Malenko Guerrero. You know, not expecting that, and you don't need that from Shane. But Shane has no problem. Getting down and dirty, rolling the sleeves up, and getting physical and doing the job, and 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 that's why he's always got respect of the talent. Um, he sells very well, Shane. He bumps really well. It looks organic. It looks real, and um, he's always done that. He has always had that ability. Uh, and AJ brought the violence. Um, you know, it it was um, to me it was interesting because then you see Daniel Bryan, who I thought did a really good job when he bumped into AJ backstage after AJ left the locker room and the Usos and stuff were like, dude, what are you doing? You can't just attack Shane McMahon. Like, what the hell is that about? You know, and a- and AJ just left. I thought that was a cool little t- taste. And then once AJ bumps into uh, Daniel Bryan, Daniel goes, yeah, no, no, you, you're, you're fired. He fired him, basically. I thought that was all cool. I did. I thought, I also thought later on during the tag team match, 
Uh, it was, uh, who was it? American Alpha and help me. Uh, Usos. Usos, yes. I just said Usos. Where the Usos won the match, which is nice. Okay, I think Usos need these belts, my opinion. But I'll get to that in a, in a little while or tomorrow, maybe in the next month or in a half to three months. But no, no, I think the Usos need the titles. I do. I, I think American Alpha should chase, should, should chase them. Uh, uh, Usos need the titles. They look great. The heel gimmick is great. I like it a lot. Uh, let me back up. During that match with the Usos and American Alpha, we saw Shane McMahon walking with Fit Finley and one of the other agents or security. I, I, I can't remember who it was or, or, or a trainer or whatever. And Shane went to the, they show him walking and the announce, it was really cool. And let me tell you how this is done. How the announcers were caught off guard. You know, uh, Tom Phillips and JBL were caught off guard when they cut to that box and box where you see the tag team match and then you see Shane walking. You know, and that's how you want to do it. You want to catch them off guard because it's organic. It's a real reaction. You know, it's a real reaction to uh, what just, um, what's happening. What's Shane doing? Why is he here? All that kind of stuff. And I think they did a good job of that uh, production-wise and the announcers. Um, The only, uh, only, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But but I was going to say something what what I didn't like. What else did I like? What about this whole angle? Oh, I like that Shane came out and made the match. Now, some people were confused. Like, well, wait a minute. This guy just got fired, you know, from Daniel Bryan. And now Shane just made the match. And then they were off the air. So now some people also on Twitter were saying, hold on a minute. Why can Raw go to 11.05 p.m. Eastern, but SmackDown ends right on a dot at 10 p.m. Eastern? Well, it's a different contract. It's a different deal. It's a different agreement with the USA Network and the WWE. I mean, I don't know the... The nuances of it, but Raw has been going over on time forever. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, real quick, the thing I didn't like, and once my once we had done chat with Mike Johnson here on this show, maybe I'll get this in the fourth quarter live on Facebook. Um, I didn't like that they, they. I thought that WWE did not do a good job of connecting this A story of Shane McMahon and AJ Styles on Talking Smack. I, I did not like how it was connected. I did not like how Talking Smack started with, um, you know, how much, uh, 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 how cool it was that Kurt Angle was backstage and Kurt Angle and Daniel Bryan met and they shot some fantasy booking thing or video, which I think that's all cool. And that, that, that Renee Young and Daniel Bryan talked about this about five minutes. Oh, we got to talk about what happened with Shane McMahon. I, no, the first thing out of their mouths after 205 Live needs to react quickly to 205 Live and then get right into, get right into the Shane McMahon, AJ Styles story. I, I don't think you need to tell me how nice the tunnel is when you come into the city of Pittsburgh, and that's what they did. I mean, they're talking about how great the town is and is. But I, I, my point is you got to get to the story of AJ and Shane. You can't tell me about what you guys shot backstage that's something going to air for the fans down the road with Daniel Bryan in it. When Daniel Bryan's the one talking about it. Like, what are we doing? Let's talk about the story. It's not about you, dude. It's about AJ. And and I, maybe it's not Daniel's fault. Maybe he was directed to do that. I'm not blaming Daniel. And I'm not blaming Renee. I just don't think that was handled right. I don't. For, for those that watch Talking Smack, and let's be honest, the bulk of the audience that watches Talking Smack on the WWE Network is a hardcore internet fan. Internet wrestling hardcore fan. A dedicated fan. That's a fact. That's a fact. And for the most part, it is. 
right, I got to go to break. All right, so uh, other side of break, we will have a rare Monday. Um, how am I doing? Take two. I got to go to break. <laughs> and on this Wednesday edition, a rare PW Insider report with none other than Mike Johnson. That'll happen. Other side of break, sit back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here on the Tash Show, one hour down, one hour to go, Wednesday edition, uh, on deck here shortly, well, on deck now, and he'll be on the show here shortly, is Mike Johnson, the PW Insider Report, looking forward, chatting up with Mike a little bit, uh, because Wednesday we, uh, we had our problems with the weather and all, and the building was closed, and all the uh, floor, I should say, was closed, all this other stuff. Now it's time to go right to the thing that uh, I'm waiting to uh, hear about and uh, talk to, and that thing, his name is uh, the Johnson Mike Johnson, uh, the PW Insider Report, and a three, and a two, and a one. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike ten minutes, he gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Mike, I have to say, you look very handsome in your uh, Taz Show polo shirt. you sharp as a tack, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, classing up the joint. You got it, pal. Talk to me, man. What's been going on? How's everything in the PW uh, in PW Insider Report world? Everything's fine. Everything, everything's fine. Minus all this damn snow. I've got yeah. heat with the snow. Yes. Well, you might not it have wasn't even snow. It was snow. It was slush. It was ice. It was I know. garbage. You might not have as much heat as Mauro Ronaldo has with WWE. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to make the shot, bro. I went into this earlier. Not good. I mean, at least David Otunga booked a movie. I mean, Morrow, come on, man. Uh, I listen. What, what I said, I said this yesterday. I tweeted. I hope Harvard uh, uh, gets many movies. Just keep doing movies. Uh, keep going. <laughs> why, why do I hear an echo? Find them a TV show because I don't want them on this one. Exactly, Mike. Hang on. Why do I hear like an echo in my my headset on Mike? Are we good here on audio? We're good. You're fixing it. Are we good? De- Dennis is like half asleep here, Mike. No, I'm so. paying attention. He's also late. Oh, wow. Look at that, Oh, Mike. how'd you know that, Mike? He, of course, he listens to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because you know what happens, Mike? The guy's got his own T-shirt now. It's, not, it's dropped. I'll send you one. Yeah, and he's not wearing it now, but he has his own T-shirt, and he insists that he has his own colors. I don't want to use orange or black. I want my own colors, damn it, and I want to use dark green and gold. Okay, Dennis, no problem, ego. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Star is born, Mike. <laughs> Another captain. Yeah. <laughs> captain of industry. <laughs> Buy a hat. Uh, never ends. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to ask you about? Um, oh, I didn't be- do it. Before we get into talking some stuff about the business, the, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're, I know you're not a big sports guy, but we did. We started a, uh, thanks to Dennis, we started a um, NCAA uh, you know, Final Four basketball, uh, college basketball okay. gimmick with CBS Sports. We have a whole thing. There's a link, and hundreds of people from the Taz show, it's for the Taz show, have okay. joined. So if you want, I know you're not a basketball fan. You can fill out a bracket. It's very simple. And and uh, I, as usual, like my normal thing, I make no money off this. But if you would like to, you can partake. And if you win, we'll put you over. You know, I will be happy to partake, and I'm sure I'll do a terrible job of it. But I'll be happy to have fun with you guys. You just got to fill it out. It's uh, just go on. Uh, uh, we got to send Mike the link. We could get it on a Twitter account or something. Where, where can he get it? It's, it's just someone. Uh, just someone tweet me a link. All That's right. All. We- we can do I'll that. Do, I'll do it today. I'll do it, to, I'll do it right now, Mike. You got to hold Mike's right. hand. That's the key here. Don't be late, Dennis. There's <laughs> <laughs> a deadline actually. When, so Mike knows when's the deadline? It's tonight at midnight. So I'll, I'll tweet <laughs> I'll you right now. I'll, I'll do it this morning as soon as I'm done. Mike, with the you show. have nothing else to do. Let's be honest. Really. Well, 
I have nothing else. Oh God, Talton, what's going on? What's the what's the what's the latest? Well, obviously, you know, you guys are talking about SmackDown. Um, before SmackDown went on the air, uh, they were in Pittsburgh. Kurt Angle was in the house. I heard. Yeah, they were filming uh, material for WWE 24. There's going to be a documentary about Angle's return to the company. Oh, that's cool. Um, so they were filming some stuff with Kurt. They also filmed uh, some material for with him and Daniel Bryan for some sort of fantasy wrestling deal uh, that they're going to be putting up on social media. Um, and those two have never wrestled each other, so it was the first time they've ever done anything together. Mm. Was this material that they filmed? So I thought you know, that was kind of cool. It, it is cool, and you know, I talked about that a little while, ago, a little while ago. Just in, not as much detail as you, but because on Talking Smack, at the top of Talking Smack, Daniel Bryan talked about this as yeah. a, as opposed to talking about the a story of the, the you know Shane McMahon got uh, brutally attacked and and the story of a they talked about the stuff with Kurt and Daniel and then got into. Uh, the story. I, I I was a little disappointed how that the timing. I think that Ed. I don't know if you saw Talking Smack or not. I, yeah, I watched it this okay. morning. I don't know if you noticed what I'm saying. Like the beginning of it. Like you got to get into that right out of the box because 205 Live happened. People have a, a, a little bit under an hour now to, that they absorbed Shane and Kurt. I'm sorry, Shane and uh, AJ. You know, and, and now you're telling me about Kurt and Daniel. I mean, come on. You know, it's just the time. No, I, I, I'm I'm with you 100. I think we're talking smack. They're a little bit looser on the production bullet points, and it might be that might change based on what happened yesterday. Yeah. But I always feel like smock, talking smack. Maybe Vince isn't standing right off camera watching, or and maybe they, they're left a little bit more to their own devices. And I think that's one of the reasons why the show works so well because there is some fun discussion on it. Um, as opposed to like, I always think talking smack works better than the raw talk show. Um, just it just feels like a looser conversation. It feels like talents are getting the chance to kind of be themselves. Like Alexa, uh, no, no, I, Alexa I, listen, Bliss, Mike, Mike. I know that. I know they do talk loose, but just because they're allowed to talk loose doesn't mean it's good. Now you you, right. you, you can think it's good. I don't think it's. I actually. Um, I, I would go with a different host. I, I, I think Renee, I think she's really good at certain things. I think she's good on the pre- and post-show stuff. But I, in the talk of Smack Realm, I wouldn't have Renee on there. I'd have Charlie Caruso do it. But she on Raw SmackDown. I don't even know. But I, I think, I'm just saying, someone that's a little bit less of a personality, I think Renee's a high-end A personality. I think Daniel, Brian, and her, I don't like their chemistry. I saw Shane McMahon and, and Renee Young together on it. I thought, in the past, I thought Shane and Renee are very good together. So I'm not, I'm, I, I'm all with you on the, uh, on the loose talk thing. I, I, I do it for a living. But I think that they have, the thing they have a tough job on with that show is they're on that fine line of, are we shooting or are we working? And that's, yeah. you know what I mean? And, you, you know, that's hard to do. Um, I just think that you got to come out of the box right away. You know, you're shooting, you're telling me stuff about loose talk about you and Kurt Angle shooting stuff and how beautiful the tunnel is in, in, in Pittsburgh and all this jazz. And then, like, oh, by the way, you know, I fired AJ Styles. And then he attacked. So now you're back to working. Well, if you're going to work me, work me out of the box and then get into the shoot stuff. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. I also wonder, uh, you know, with the AJ Styles, and this is just me speculating, they say he's fired, but then he's going to wrestle Shane. Right. So what does that leave him after WrestleMania? I really wonder if they're shifting him over to Raw post-WrestleMania. Maybe. That could be. That could uh, be. I mean, because you don't beat up your boss, and then all of a sudden you're just going to be back after being fired. You know, just well, not, even, in, even in wrestling, that's usually not how it works. Well, I, I think because I think if they do do it, they can with a guy like Shane. 
because Shane is a pride-filled guy and he's a machismo guy, you know. So I could see him, no matter who wins or loses at WrestleMania, not wanting AJ Fire and having a different type of respect for him, not liking him. I could see that if they kept him a SmackDown. But the bigger picture is, how do you get AJ back into that world title shot realm? Now, AJ, I feel is a guy who actually needs the title in WWE. He does. And I think he made a really good champ. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. He was actually his champ. I wish they did. I wish they would have taken it all from, you know? I, I think you're speaking for the masses there. It's just, That's what I do, Mike. Like I know you do. That's what I do, son. What else is going I, on? Uh, Eric Rowan was backstage at SmackDown yesterday. All signs are he's been cleared from his rotator cuff injury and should be worked back into the storylines in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it be interesting to see whether he shows up at WrestleMania as part of the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt thing, or if they hold him off to after WrestleMania. Because as you know, sometimes when guys are physically ready to go for WrestleMania, but they don't have a storyline plugged in, WWE will keep them off camera until the day after WrestleMania. Okay, okay, that's cool. I got it. I got it. Um, what else I was going to ask you? There was something else I saw that you posted on PW Insiders yesterday. I can't remember. What else is there? One of your main... There was, a lot of stuff, there was a lot of stuff going on the last couple of days. I mean, WWE was at the Garden. Uh, yeah, TNA... you, you, hold it. you went to the Garden, right? You were there. You saw a lot yeah, of my, my, uh, my fans on the show here at the Taz Show. We had we had a little meetup at who, the at intermission. Who was there? Bad Money Slim, right? Not Bad Money Slim. Bad Money Slim. Uh, Dan Norton showed up. Didn't bring his camera, though, so nobody counted me down. <laughs> counted um, me down. Uh, and uh, there's another guy named Miguel who showed up. A couple of people, and of all people, Grado. Oh, from I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, Grado just happened to be randomly in New York and came and hung out. He came and hung out. Did he go to the show? Yeah, he was at the show. Yeah, no, we were inside. This was intermission inside the garden. He was visiting at the show. He should have had a Taz show sign. Actually, that would have been fun. Should have. Yeah, he would do it too. Actually, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> never these guys. Uh yeah, so the show was good though at the garden, huh? They, yeah. Uh, yeah. John Cena and John Cena and Bray had like a twenty minute match, and I thought it was one of the best matches I had seen in the garden in the last couple of years. Wow! And it was actually uh, Cena lost. Uh, it was the, you know they had started the match. Bray had walked out after like fifteen minutes. Shane McMahon came out, interrupted him from leaving, and said, "Nope, this is not how we do it in the garden. Uh, you're not going to be counted out. No count out. No DQ." And they went back into the ring. At that point, they started bringing out all the paraphernalia, tables and chairs and all that stuff. Nice. And at the end, Bray uh, hit the uh, low blow on Cena and pinned him clean. It was the first time Cena had been pinned clean in the garden. I checked on this since 2003 when he lost to Eddie Guerrero in a oh, three-way with Rhino. Man, they talked about that. I never lost an ECW. That's a longer streak than I had. Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, that's a hell, that's a hell of a gift for uh, Bray as a way to kind of get over the WWE Championship run. Yeah, as long as they... I mean, if, well, they can't really run B-roll of it, but because well, they could have, I guess. I mean, they could, you know, they, as long as people know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wrote about it, and I, I mean, and the other thing we're getting a lot of feedback on is the Hardy situation mm. with uh, Impact Wrestling, with the whole sending the legal letters on Friday, and yes. uh, you know, I mean, Dish Network didn't carry the Ring of Honor pay per view because of this situation and you have to think sinclair broadcasting they have money behind them if they wanted to they could certainly go after impact and anthem for 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 interfering a bit for interfering in, with their business absolutely. absolutely so i mean i don't know how that situation is gonna gonna play out but you know Re rebecca hardy went out and uh you know she she went off on a rant uh, i know. <laughs> don't really want to be on her bad side she no. doesn't she doesn't mince words and uh she wrote on twitter yesterday uh she ended up making five grand off a f that owl shirt that they decided to sell. That's so nice. that's nice. Well, let me ask you though. Uh, I don't know if you heard. We did a uh, we did our own little name the howl 
owl, I should say, on uh, on the Taz show here. And uh, I actually had a pretty good name for the owl. Uh, I wanted. To, I think you should name the owl Dixie. That's what I. That's my, I. I I said the same thing last week as soon as they said it. Where did said, you say this? I said it on Twitter days ago. Oh, then I inadvertently hacked you. That's I, a, I, what I will forgive you since you have hacked. I have hacked you so many times. Oh, yes. The truth comes out. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. See? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you treated the Dixie name. I didn't know that. Oh, geez. Now I feel like a jabroni. I had it's no idea. Good. I swear to God. I swear to God. I have it's you on mute. I have you on mute. Again. I have you on mute. I have you on mute. Um, no, I don't have you on mute. I'm kidding. <laughs> You hear, you hear the lumberjack snickering over there? You hear him? He's snickering. Yeah, I'm not him. sorry. I apologize for nothing. You hear him snickering over there? Yes. Yeah, lumberjack. You got heat with Mike Johnson now, too? Huh? No, I, I, love, I love Mike. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mike, did you go, when you went to uh, the garden, did you go to Boilermakers after? Because I know a couple of the fans did. Mm. No, I went home. I had to write a report. Free food Jones. Chef That's Mike would have hooked you up. Uh, see, if, if people would tell me these things, I could have just brought my laptop and typed it up at Boilermaker. But you actually, that would be great. I think if you do that once a week, go to Boilermakers, eat some free food, and type in a report from there. It'd be great. There you go. Yeah. That's it. As we can see, I, I hardly eat. So it's a very rare occurrence. I go out. No, but when you're, down, <laughs> when, you're in, when you're in Brooklyn or downtown, they're on mm-hmm. first and first. Okay. Okay. And trust me, Chef Mike will know right away who you are. Okay. He's, he's a big supporter of the show. And go in there. He'll hook you up uh, with like a free soda or something like that to have really good soda. And uh, and maybe some bread, uh, but that's it's what they're known for. Yeah, it's good carbs it's and like prison. Sounds good. <laughs> no, but you should go to Boilmakers. Really, you should. I'll check. I'll check. I'll check it out. I, I, it might make your report even better than it is, Mike. You type it up in Boilmakers or eating a big hamburger. It could be. Pretty there nice. you go. Works for me. You're in. I hear you. What else is going on? Um, obviously NXT tonight. Bobby Roode against Cassius Ono for the first time ever will be headlining that show. And um, you know TNA announced they're going to be going to India in May. And they're going to be filming two days of television uh, at India, May 30th and 31st. They also announced that Scott Diamore is back with the company full-time as the vice president of International. Wow. And um, I-, I always thought Scott was an underrated mind for the business. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table. Um, and I-, I mean, I- I'm hoping the show gets better. I was not a big fan of the first week. I, I just feel like... The more you talk about WWE, the more you lessen yourself. And there were far too many cracks about WWE and uh, how bad the company is. Yep, I know. <laughs> and, and, and to me, that's not the tack to take unless the idea was we're going to burn the sucker to the ground and then build it up from there. But, you know, this isn't the old territory system where you can kind of do that. And especially when you're using a good portion of the same talent on your roster, doesn't make a lot of sense to me to do that. No, but that's just it, it didn't make sense also the way they started the show with, with Edwards and Davey fighting all over in the audience when we're telling us it's a whole new world here, a whole new this, a whole new that, and you're starting off hot, which I appreciate starting off hot, but I, I, I haven't watched in weeks. Many maybe never watched before or haven't watched in a long time, but they've heard this new ownership. So now they're going to jump aboard, and then we're seeing two guys who I respect and think are great in Edwards and Davey, but it's like I don't know what's going on. I don't. That's the first thing I see. The first thing, that's the one time I think you need to start the show with an in-ring promo segment from a JB or, or from even a Jeff Jarrett, you know, or something like that. If you want Bruce Pritchett to be the face of your company, then have Bruce do it. You know? They should, in my opinion, in hindsight, they should have started out with Jarrett coming out and yeah. kind of set the stage, 
And you know what? Even if you're going to have Jarek set the stage and then Davey and Eddie brawl out in the middle of the promo and interrupt it. That's fine. That, That's fine. You, That's you fine. needed something to kind of set the foundation. Yeah. I like the JB Josh Matthews stuff. I just think they did too much of it in the first segment. Yeah. And then they, they, and it was too much once they were on commentary. I thought it detracted from the show. Although I'll say this Josh Matthews, uh, they've set the stage for him to be a great heel manager. Oh, if God. they don't go in that direction with him, they've blown it. Please, Dennis, please. Hey, Mike, uh, Taz said exactly that last week. I mean, and, and, and the other guy, uh, some other, uh, some another reporter hacked me on Twitter, and people, and, and, and you knew this, Mike, and here you act like you don't even, come on, Mike, you're better than that. <laughs> I did a whole segment on this. What you get for hacking me earlier? Oh, stop. <laughs> you got to be better than that. I said it was okay. Chef Mike, if you're listening or watching, uh, this guy, Mike Johnson, banned from Boilermakers. Banned. banned. You are not going to Boilermakers ever again. You're not allowed. No. How dare you? How dare you, Johnson, Mike? How dare you? I'm just messing with you. you um, but I thought you're. I, I'm just messing with you. Seriously. I, I, actually, I know you. I know you're messing. With, I know you. I know you are. And, and I, I'm totally messing with you. I know you are. Yeah. And people don't I, know. I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea of Matthews being put with a couple of the heels, though. I would you know, say a couple. I say just one here, and that's Bobby Lashley, and it makes Lashley a killing machine. And you have it, it's HBK and and Diesel all over again. You know what I mean? Works. You know, and, and, and Sean and Sean, how am I doing? And Josh, if need be, can bump. You know, it's how it works. I was just going to say that. I think I think people have forgotten he was in the first, as you well know, he was in the first season of Tough Enough. Yes, sir. And he uh, was a wrestler before that. He was, you know, he was wrestling in. Uh, in his backyard and things like that. Josh so. actually is a very good worker, and uh, he had two trainers, myself and Al Snow, and he's an excellent worker because of me, not because of the Al Snow. Yes. Love you, Al, but just got to put One of my favorite scenes in that first season of Tough Enough is when you show up at like 5 o'clock in the morning and wake them all up, Yes. and you're, you're trouncing through the house, and you stop, and you see the Goldberg poster, <laughs> and you go, wrong company, and rip it down off the wall. That was, and you remember back then, that was like, you know, you didn't have that kind of shoot type of feel deal. You know, like they yeah. see Goldberg, you know, the Night Show guy and all that. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I popped huge for that. I was yeah. like, oh, someone screwed up when they left that on the wall. Dude, when I did that, I didn't think they were going to leave it in the production, but they said they were leaving it in. I'm like, wow, very cool. You know, and now Goldberg's still on top. Go figure. And and, and, um, and, and those, those kids had no idea you were coming that morning, right? No, sir. They had no idea I was coming. Uh, I had to get in that. It was freezing out. I had to get in that at Hummer, a Humvee, which was like not the cool Hummers that are like luxury. This was like a real military Hummer, which was the most uncomfortable ride I've ever been in my life. Uh, it was like a tank. And uh, yeah, they had no clue. I didn't know what I was walking into. I'm like, first thing I said, these guys, they have a dog? Like, <laughs> oh, so you had never been in the house, period, at never. that point. No, I didn't know where I was going. They so had to they give me a, a layup. I was like, they have a dog. I'm going to get attacked by like a pit bull. Like, you know, like, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I cared about was if some like some dog attacks me. But um, you were looking for Rover. Yeah, where's Rover? Exactly, where's <laughs> Rover barking up a storm? You know. Uh, <laughs> no, but I I didn't even know the layout of the um, you know where the rooms were. They had to kind of tell me go to this room. This guy's in that room. This guy, you know, an antagonist. This guy's this. This girl's this. You know. So I'm like, well, I just hope everyone's dressed. Uh, you know that type. Thing, you know? Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, that, that's when things were fun. And um, 
And yeah, it's funny. You remember that Goldberg poster? I love that. Yeah. I love that first. I mean, I know the season's on the network now, so people can go back and check it out. I love that first season. I thought that first season they did a lot to show respect to the business and how hard it was to really, truly perform in the business. Yeah. I think the later seasons became more of like the MTV soap opera esque elements with the hot tub and all that stuff. But that first season, I think, was awesome. I, I, I always, I always enjoyed that first season. And, and a lot of that that would happen, Mike, where it turned into that MTV feel. To be honest, was not WWE's fault. That. Was was more of what they wanted on the network, you know. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was a long time ago, though. Very cool. I'm still over. Don't matter. What else is up? Nothing. No, just uh, gonna. Um, I actually, you know what I thought it was uh, interesting. Um, I read Pete Gas's book. Oh, I remember. And, uh, nice little look into the life in the Attitude Era. Well, and uh, and okay, you interviewed him or something? Yeah, I interviewed him a couple of days ago. And uh, but I read the book. The book's coming out in a couple of weeks. I thought I thought he did a nice job with it. Um, and you know, and he he for a guy who went from you know not just being a fan to three days later performing for the company and having to play that catch up, he did a very good job of trying to show how badly they just wanted to show respect for the business and not be seen as guys who were there because they were Shane Shane McMahon's boys. And I think a lot of people will find the book is going to be a lot better than they expect. It was very well done. A lot of good stories about the Attitude Era. And even, you know, some good stories about him in developmental and being sent down to Memphis and Puerto Rico and having a deal with uh, trying to rebrand and remake himself uh, once WWE's decided that the posse's are on its course. I, I thought they did a nice, well, jo- he did a nice he's job. A, he's a very good guy. I've done some business with, with the Mean Street Posse and Pete when I uh, first went into WWE. Good guy. Uh, all those guys were good guys. What's he up to now? He's uh he's he's uh doing sales for a company in Connecticut. He uh, he's living in New York, um and you know his big thing right now is he he's not trying to get him back in the business, but he's gonna be pushing the book in the next couple of weeks. He's uh going down to Florida for WrestleCon and all that stuff to to sell the book, and uh, you know just I think he he just kind of wanted to like kind of tie kind of have some closure to the business and and be able to tell some of his stories because mm. as he was telling me like when he's like in softball leagues and stuff. There's always people stopping him and asking him about what it was like being in wrestling, what it was like working for WWE. What and and when people reacted to the stories, he realized, oh man, I probably have a book here, and got hooked up with John Robinson, who's done a bunch of books about pro wrestling. He did that big hardcover book on the Ultimate Warrior that WWE released a year or so ago. That was excellent. Um, and so they got they got together, they put a book together, and it's coming out uh, March 21st or 23rd, I think. But it's uh, uh, it's pretty good. All right, well, speaking of closure, this thing's closed because i got to go to break, Mike. Uh, I appreciate uh, you coming on the show on a Wednesday edition. It's always great when you're out of that Tuesday bubble that you were on the Taz show. But why don't you plug away all of the items or things people could do with your show uh, and your stuff, I should say, at PW Insider. All right. Well, they can check us out. Hold on. As long as we had some kind of a, a you know type of a tune under you. Jesus, it's like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's late, so. Oh, my God. He's late on. Late again, uh, it's, uh, dude. It's 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 getting worse because now the T-shirt, the ego. Now it's like he's a made he, guy. He, he apologizes for nothing, dude. He don't give a shit about nothing. He just he's got his <laughs> he's got his T-shirt. He's gonna make bank on the shirt, so he don't care. Ah, but I'm the one yeah, banned so, from the restaurant. Yeah, it's just like he can't produce the show, Dennis. Uh, we're gonna go to break, but first, Mike, I'd love to hear you plug your stuff. All right, here we go. Yeah. All right, so we can check out PWInsider.com every day, obviously, at PWInsider.com. But if you don't want to deal with the ads, you want some additional audio content, you can check out PWInsiderElite.com. Three days free, 
at pwinsiderelite.com and you can follow me at pw in up uh, excuse me you follow me at mike pw insider i screwed up my own i can't do this and, and plug at the same time i screwed up my own plug but you can check me out on twitter at mike pw insider thank you everybody all right mike listen you're great as always shuffle jones is your new name i'm gonna go uh, shuffle jones all right on that note we'll talk to you later bro take care mike all right take care everybody have a good week and good moment thank you buddy good moment to you sir and that's uh we're going to break right now i'll start a break We'll be on Facebook Live, Taz Show, talking some more SmackDown, taking some calls. Uh, something else I can't remember. Taz Show, sit down. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. <laughs> Well, the fourth quarter action. Fourth quarter city Taz show Wednesday. I, think we're, uh, I know we're on the gimmick chat. I was just chatting with uh, some folks on there at TazShow.com. I know we're on Facebook Live right now also. But I wanted to point something out that somebody said on the gimmick chat. And again, you can log in over there with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, or your YouTube account at TazShow.com and chat amongst each other. You cannot uh, access the chat with a handheld device yet. Only your laptop or desktop uh, or tablet. I'm done with the tablets. Uh, we haven't gotten to that place yet where we can do this mobily, unfortunately. Um, there was something on this gimmick chat. I'm trying to remember exactly what the gentleman said, and now I can't find it. There's a lot of people posted stuff on here. Uh, la, 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 la. It was, give me a second, I'm trying to find it. I think it might be pretty cool uh, if I could find it. And I can't find it. That's too many. All right, well, maybe we'll get back to it. It was, um, oh, it, that's what it was. I, I can't find it, but I'll, I'd love to give this guy credit. I'm just having a hard time finding it. It was about uh, what, what he was saying was last night that he was saying maybe a plot twist. He thinks maybe a plot twist, he being, I need the guy's name, uh, with maybe um, Shane McMahon gets Kurt Angle to fight AJ Styles at WrestleMania. That would really surprise me because I think last night would have been the night to do that in Kurt's hometown. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, that's just what I think. They could still do that, but I, I, I think I'd rather see. I think AJ, I'm sorry, I think Shane knows and WWE knows they want to, they want to, you know, Shane's got to get a receipt somehow on this guy, you know? It was Wolverine XM3N Thank on you. Anthony Chat. Okay, good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, sir, and Wolverine. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We got a lot of people on the phones. Uh, some other stuff to talk about here. With, um, we got people on the... Uh, first, before I get to the phones, I, I want to say hello to everybody out there on the Facebook Live. I see all you guys on there. Uh, Jason, Jason Howard said, uh, Trending Taz. Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, yes. We over. Hashtag we over trending. I want to get RTG trending eventually, uh, so thank you for that. I'm starting to see a couple of blue thumbs up. Uh, I need that for my ego. You guys know that. Um, Brian Stephan Stevens says, four out of five urologists smell their apple juice before drinking it. Okay, urine joke Jones. Uh, I don't know why that's there, but I felt like reading it. Um, <laughs> it's just interesting. I mean, he's talking about piss face. Uh, that's a good another fact. name. That's another name I had for the owl. Yeah, for the piss impact face. Guy. That was probably piss the face, best yeah. one. Piss face. Pissy face. Man, that's what owls look like. Man, they get that face. 
Uh, piss face. You pissy-eyed prick. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, I got people on the phone here. Everybody wants to talk. Let me talk to Joe. Hey, Joe in Brooklyn, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Joe. Uh, good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment, Joe. What's I up? had one quick off the hook mm. and a quick question for you, sir. Mm, you go ahead, sir. Uh, my off the hook is uh, the Dennis Lumberjack Memorial uh, Man Meets uh, Lumberjack competition. I love the name. It, memorial. It, it just, it's tri- Memorial. I mean, you're dead. So. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm sorry, sir. Keep going. It is uh, the natural disasters. No, that's what he is. <laughs> He's a natural disaster on my show. He's absolutely, a, 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 a totally, totally a disaster. Test one, two. Continue. Versus Andre the Giant and Big John Studd. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And what else? And my, uh, sorry, my quick question was, um, you've mentioned in the past that Vince McMahon uh, would uh, produce uh, the commentary teams, and we know that Michael Cole does that kind of now as well. So my question to you, since you know all things, Yes, I know, uh, and I obviously, I know Vince, and we know that very well. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Continue, sir. My question was, when Vince uh, was the commentary, who was his producer? Vince. Um, (laughs) He produced himself? I think so, yeah. I don't think anyone was producing Vince. I think that Kevin Dunn in the uh, production truck was probably producing him on what was coming up next, meaning a a replay or a graphic or something backstage or we're going to break. Um, That's also producing. See, when you're in WWE, Joe, not only do you have – Someone producing the announced talent, like a Vince McMahon, or in this case, we're talking about Michael Cole. But you also have the pro- the executive producer, who produces you with production elements that need to be covered. See, sir. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, that's how TV's done. That's done like that in sports too. I mean, you know. So, um, and in sports, they have it's a two way street uh, with with that. There, there's a button where you press, and you could tell the the truck, "Hey, I want to talk about." Um, you know, I want to talk about uh, whatever. Ray Lewis just made a tackle on, uh, you know, Mark Sanchez. Holy, you know, 10 years ago football. Uh, and, and and I want to talk about Ray Lewis making that tackle. And then they'll pull up that replay of that tackle. Where in WWE, it's a one-way street Jones. Where you, you don't do that. You can't talk back to them. They talk to you. And that really ends right there. Unless that's changed. Oh, okay. In credit to them, uh, in defense to them, maybe production-wise they have a talk back button. I don't think so. Um, but uh, in TNA, I, I, we had a talkback button, Mike Tanay and I, where we could talk oh. to the truck. It's very important, I think, for the announced town to be able to have communication to the truck. That was the only thing that was really difficult as a broadcaster in WWE was that there was no way to communicate back to them. Um, it just, and that, and that sometimes there were sometimes spots in a match that I wanted to talk about and would have loved to replay, but you can't get word to them, you know. So uh, yeah, so that's how that's how the deal works. I mean, but Joe, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. All right, my friend. Hey, you got Joe in Brooklyn right there. Uh, yeah, Joe in Brooklyn. Yeah. So uh, you know we're uh, we're rolling along. Here. Jeez, the show's almost over. We got 15 minutes left or so. Um, Nana Kawaka said uh, nobody wants to talk about whack ass TNA. LOL. Okay, I hear you. I don't think I was talking about it. I just I think I'm allowed to say it's not a Facebook Live, by the way. No, no. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just had. Sorry, I I won't. 
Whack-ass TNA. It's pretty funny the way he said it. Whack-ass TNA is a pretty good line. Nobody wants to hear about whack-ass Nobody TNA. Nobody wants to hear about no whack-ass TNA up in his mama. You know what I mean? That's exactly how yeah. he wanted that red. <laughs> and he had a great name. <laughs> he did. Nah, nah. Um, I'll say this much. On SmackDown, though, nothing else jumped out. I thought that the show flowed okay. Nothing jumped to me. I think we had two uh, women's matches, Becky and Natalia, and then we saw Carmella attack. And then we saw later on, we saw uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Where they're flowing with that story. And they even segued. All these girls were on the... Um, on Talking Smack, which they had a lot of time on there, too. Uh, the Ms. Maurice deal, what uh, Maurice buried Nikki, and then Nikki and John come in. Uh, the promo exchange, Nikki and Maurice, they're, they're shooting. They're shooting a little bit here, I guess. They're work shooting, for sure, and it feels right. It feels good. It's nice to see the women carry the angle and not Cena and Miz. So it's good to see that, because they are. the Maurice... And Nikki are the ones carrying this angle. And I think that's by design. I think that's a good thing. I do. Um, the uh, Usos uh, versus American Alpha. I want to talk about this real quick here. Then I'll get back to the phones and I'll get to Facebook Live because I multitask better than every other son of a bitch uh, in this world. And that is a, a fact. That is a fact. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. Yes. I multitask. I amaze myself. Now i got to stop talking because then I'm going to forget what I was going to say. So, give me a second. Wait a second! Let me just get back to this. Okay. What was I saying? Yes, American Alpha, okay, and the Usos. So, here's the thing. I've talked a lot about American Alpha. And and these guys are both very good, and they're young guys. They look great. Their promo skills are pretty good. Their, their athleticism, obviously, is excellent. Um, I don't think they should be the champions. I think the Usos need to be the champions. I always like the baby faces chasing the heels. I think the Usos, since they had this makeover, this heel, this urban look to them, this thug type deal, I don't think WWE's done a good job of really marketing that, to be honest. I think they should. I think WWE should do a bunch of imaging packaging, and it's not too late, on the Usos with this new look. Let me see these guys in the street. Let me see them in a club. Let me see them, you know, in some kind of a badass car, cranking some, you know, some nasty-ass hip-hop music. Let me see that. Let me hear them... See them drive around cranking some Wiz Khalifa or some Meek Mill, you know, something some hardcore hip hop. You know what I mean? Not the not the uh, the guy from Toronto, John Man, John Man, John Man. I don't need not him, Drake, the Drake. I'm talking about. Let's see the Usos in that realm of being urban, nasty, some bitches, street thugs. Let's see that, and put, once they get those titles, even put them on the put them on them, not on the American Alpha. I think you got to take it off Alpha. We saw Usos win last night, non-title Jones. But I got to tell you this right now: Are you agreeing with this or not? Do you disagree? If you do, that's cool. But just um, tell me. I still have the bad taste of the the Samoan Usa, like the the face. I just, what? I still have a bad taste of that in my mouth. So I, I'm warming up to their 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 new look, but I, I'm. They are Samoan. So it's no, not I a know, gimmick. But, that's but, what they are. Well, like the face paint and like the the entrance, like the yeah. That, but that's part of their their heritage. No, and, their, and, their and I'm family. not I'm not dissing the heritage, but I still like that. Just went on. They were they were babyface too long. They had the belts, kind of like how New Day got stale. But, the, but bro, that's to my that's why you gotta have that. You gotta do some imaging on them so people like you that aren't as sharp as me <laughs> need to see. This, in, you know, see that this turnover, see them 
uh, in the street or, or somewhere in the hood or something like that. See them in this character. It helps. The belts need to go on them. Okay. Well, no, don't do I, I just, I don't. Uh, give me your bank account information. Okay, no problem. What do you mean no? You just say okay. Just like really. I mean, stand by your convictions. I, st- I agree to disagree. I just don't, I don't. Not saying they're do- they're not doing a great job with American Alpha either. You f- you forget they have the belts. I just think the SmackDown here's tag the, team division but, as a whole is Dennis, just like Dennis, here's the problem with American Alpha. They're chanting a guy that is in the twilight of his career, if not retired, that's in his late forties, who's a who's a, an American hero, a legendary athlete, and and obviously from the Steel City. I get it, and they're chanting Kurt Angle's name. Well, they only chanted Kurt Angle's name, from what I could tell, during that match. Now, why? It's because the, 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 it's it's the, the Haas Benjamin, it's the, the singlets, it's that feel. They, 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 these young guys are not creative. American Alpha needs to find out who they are. And, and also, in defense to American Alpha, I don't know who came up with the name America Alpha, American Alpha. That also doesn't help the Kurt Angle chance. America, the whole thing, gold medal, USA, USA, don't say USA, all that. Okay, that doesn't help. But it's the aura, the feel of Alpha. Really, and like uh, Tamia Wu here on Facebook Live, she gets it. They need to be more original. And that's my point. I've been saying that. It's, it's uh, you know, PJ Gambino. He said, uh, rip off Jones. Exactly. I mean, uh, uh, golly, uh, Jasmine just said, right. That's right. Right. R-I-G-H-T. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, you need to have some originality. Um, that that's, that's vital in the success of anybody, not just in wrestling. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not dissing on those dudes. I think they got nothing but loads of potential. I think they put the titles on them way too early in their careers. I don't think they're ready for it. And I, and I think they have an identity crisis because we don't know who these two guys are. It seems like they're portraying other teams. You know? I mean, we saw the Ascension have that problem. You know, where they made them too much like the Road Warriors. You know, it was a different, different deal during years ago where Demolition was a ripoff of the War Warriors. But the Road Warriors with the NWA, it was almost like a rib shot by the WWE to create something that was like a ripoff. But that was before social media and the internet and all this stuff and all these areas for people to learn and all these friggin' you know, news bullshit sites that have, you know, they tweet, you know, top 10 this, uh, these wrestling, uh, they're not even wrestling companies. They're just guys, they pay, here's $100, we'll give you that for six months, write about wrestling and just, and it's some guy that knows nothing what he's talking about. I don't know where I'm even going with this. What made me snap? Why did I just say all that? You're talking about how uh, in years past you can get away with kind of tweak, right. tweaking There's your gimmick. Right, just stuff everywhere, and most of it is bullshit. You know, so we need good content that's go to legitimate sources. Go to le- like PW Insider, okay? Legitimate source. You want to go... Sometimes it, sometimes these guys are right, sometimes they're wrong. Go to a, a Wade Keller or a Dave Meltzer, guys that have sunk their teeth in the business for a long time. Yeah, they've never been in the ring. They've never been in the locker room. And, and they have people that report to them. I get it. But it's like the media. It's the same thing with the media, with news. They get people that stooge things off. Same things with sports. 
But but that have a guy that's getting fifty bucks for the month just to type up uh, two or three days of content on some uh, account, Twitter account, or, or Instagram account is just a load of hogwash and a big lump of steaming bullshit. No need to beep this. There's a effing warning in the beginning of this effing show. That was oh, that was one of your better rants. Uh, I'm trying not to rant. I really am. That I'm, was I'm good. I'm trying to just, I'm, I'm Put my mic on! Trying to stay calm. I really am. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> You're I doing a very good job. I can't, I can't. Sometimes I just, I get, I just get so upset. My nuts get twisted. Montclair in the Bronx. You're on the Taz Show. Good moment, guys. Good, good moment. Lumberjack. Good moment. Good moment, my friend. How are you? I'm fine. Um, my question is, um, which wrestling show do you think is better in terms of storylines leading up to WrestleMania, SmackDown, or Raw? Good question. I would have to lean. Uh, it, it, it feels like Montclair changes every week, but I, I, I think I'd have to lean a little bit towards Raw. I do think they, oh, I've okay. said this the other day, I think they, they do a little bit better job of feeling that sense of urgency, that live feel. So I think I'd have to, it's a close race for me. I'd have to say Raw, though. Okay. What about you? Um, um, I like the Randy on the Bray Wyatt rivalry, so I prefer the SmackDown rivalry. Okay. Yeah, I, I I think they do a good job of that too. The leading up to the, uh, the WrestleMania, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But I think we'll see. Now, I think last night they did an amazing job with AJ Styles and um and uh you know uh, Shane McMahon because I I was the guy saying I don't know how they're going to get people interested in this and now they got people interested. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you, Montclair. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you calling, bro. Uh huh. All right. Are we good? Are we done? Montclair. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say? Do you have something else you want to say? Uh, no, I'm fine. You sure? You seem like there's something else you want to say. You could say it. Here's the platform. Go. Um, let okay. me see. No, no. I, can't, I don't have time for you to think about it. I mean, well, maybe I do. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> Uh, you, you're like, well, let me think. If we're good, we're good. I don't want you to be disappointed. I don't want you to leave unhappy. Yeah. Are we good, bro? Um, I got a show yeah, to do. But uh, you have yeah, something else or you're done? Yeah, I'm good. You're not good. You're good? Yeah. You're done? No problem. All right. Mm -hmm. Montclair, keep it real up there in the Bronx. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. All right. That was Montclair. Thank you, buddy. Wow. Um, anyway. Uh... Miles, California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, close call, man. I love you. So about an inch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 see, Dennis. Is, I didn't hear a word he Well, because said. sometimes Miles speaks fast. And Miles, I, Miles been calling the show a long time. No, so I know Miles called. I understand Miles so very well. Miles, repeat it slowly for Dennis. He doesn't get it. I said close call, show's almost ending. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see? Now What's it all up? makes sense. What's up, pal? Um, yeah, I just wanted to, um, this is going to be AJ Styles heavy. So I just wanted to say I like the, the beginning of SmackDown with a conversation between Daniel Bryan and AJ himself. AJ Styles killed that, killed it on the mic with that promo. He did a good and job. He the, did a good job. He the did. the beatdown and the beatdown, beautiful, man. Unbelievable. He did a great job. And Shane McMahon bumped his ass off and sold great. You know what I mean, Miles? Yep. All right, bro. Let me joke. I got to go, man. All right, man. See you. See you, buddy. That's Miles in California. Regular caller. You know what I mean? Drink that coffee. Went down the wrong pipe. Ugh. No one cares.
really. Uh, who's this? Matt in California. You're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment, Good Matt. Moment. Okay, uh, I did not get to watch SmackDown, and I don't know. I missed a couple days last week, so I don't know if you talked about this or not, but I listened to your podcast you put out yesterday. Yes. And we're talking about Roman Reigns, uh, WWE trying to push him as a baby face. Yeah, he's a hard-ass babyface. That's like a tough guy babyface. You think yeah. that's the direction that they're going to go with him after the beatdown he's going to put on Taker at WrestleMania? Uh, I, dude, I got to be honest with you. I, I have been out here forever, Matt, screaming at several different opportunities that I felt WWE could have turned Roman Reigns heel, right or wrong. I mean, that was a, a yeah, bunch no, yeah, of yeah, different yeah, yeah. You know and, what I'm and, and and I've I've agreed with all of them. And this is, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If not, if not, if not, if there's ever going to be a perfect time to do it, this is it. I know, but 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 Matt, there seems like there's been other perfect times and they haven't done it. So I don't even know how to answer your question, bro, because I you know I do think to your point, yes, if you have him beat the yeah. piss out of Undertaker and defeat him, uh, I, I would think by him saying it's not your yard, it's my yard. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. I think that's definitely heel overtones for sure. But yet they're still in that babyface world with him. But Matt, I think we're in a, in a realm here, uh, in a business, uh, in the realm of this business where. It's it's this. It's, I think we're getting away from it, and I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it. Of, cut, uh, you know, cold cut heel, cold cut babyface. I think we're kind of getting in this world where there's gray in everybody in wrestling, especially in WWE. You know what I mean? Uh, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I hope they do turn a full blown heel. I do. Because if you think about it, that's what Roman Reigns needs. They could do the babyface thing down the road, but with the fans how they are with him. It reminds me of The Rock in 96, 97 when, you know, the fans, they were trying to put Rock on as, you know, a, a baby face. The fans crapped all over it. Right. Went heel and became one of the biggest stars in the company. I, right. No, you're right, Matt. I, I agree with that. And thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I just noticed something. I don't think this is old news. This might be new news. Um, I don't know if maybe, Dennis, you could look into this. Uh I know, hashtag we over is trending, but hashtag Lucha Underground's trending. And I'm looking at uh, Carly uh, Perez. Uh, she's been on the show before. She's great. Uh, she works for Lucha. Uh, and I'll read Carly's uh, tweet. Debuts on Netflix tomorrow. Uh, who's ready to binge watch? Hashtag Katrina. She plays Katrina on there. Hashtag Lucha Underground. Hashtag Netflix. Did we know about this? I think this is new news. Is this old news? I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. We... I don't know if we mentioned it on the show, but we've talked the first two seasons are going to stream on Netflix All right, this, this is, weekend. Uh, so it's not new news. Okay. So I just noticed it was trending. Sometimes I got so many, uh, you know, so many uh, freaking, you know, things with the business. You've got too much going on in your brain. I do. And now, now we got, I'm, I'm running late here on the show. I got people on the Facebook Live. I got the brackets. I got to handle that NCAA basketball. I'm doing that. I just covered the draft. I didn't cover the draft. It didn't happen yet. I covered the NFL. <laughs> Combine Jones. Uh, I mean, I'm all over. I'm, I got baseball coming up. I got to cover that. I you mean, got I, songs from the 20s stuck got, in your head. <laughs> yes, we have no bananas. That's there. It is from the 20s. That's the best part is the, the verse. If some of the people on the Facebook Live they haven't There's heard the show because they just basically don't watch the show until the last segment. Oh, 8:30 time to put on Facebook Live. Yeah, exactly. 
A lot of thumbs up and hearts. Yes, we have no bananas. Here it comes. He's the man. I want to know what Billy Jones looks like. His name is Billy Jones. It's just perfect. Yeah, it's very fitting for the show. Uh, yes. Speaking of Jones, on uh, Facebook Live, Ryan Jones said University of North Carolina, and otherwise known as the Tar Heels, are his pick, apparently. There's a lot of comments here. Um, yes. Did he say Tonto? I don't know what he said. I think he said Tonto. <laughs> Tonto was over back then. Lone Ranger and Tonto. That was, long, that was a little kid. I remember that. Cowboy and Indian Jones. Yeah, now it's Cowboy Native American Jones. That's what you have to say. PC Jones. That's how it's got to be done. Uh, what else we got going on? We got a lot of blue ch- uh, thumbs up. Good way to get ready to wrap up the show. Haven't done uh, E5BBG in a long time. Explicit 5 Live. Uh, that's got to happen soon. I, I almost had an outburst. I, did, I, there was definitely <laughs> I thought we were going that route. It was definitely a, an outburst. I thought for yeah. sure we were going to get Yeah, there was an outburst. It was an outburst. Um, uh. Yeah. Uh, Jason Janicati on the Facebook Live says, Season 1 and 2 is up. I guess he means the Lucha Underground. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, checking that out. That's cool. Uh, you know, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think, was there anything else I need to talk about here on the show? Took care of all the phone calls, uh, as usual. I let everyone leave happy. We haven't uh, haven't had the cowboy uh, meet anyone here on the Taz show. Meet the audience, I should say, yet. That's the new call screen of the Taz show. I like this kid. Uh, did I? I did explain on Friday his his legitimate name, and that explained why he's cowboy, right? Yes. Did you I did. do that? Yeah. You did. Yeah. He is he is cowboy because his name is Cheyenne. Okay, and and so to me, I think Cheyenne, Wyoming. Natural progression. Oh, absolutely, and and Wyoming, you know, there's cowboys. Uh, so you know that's to me, it's like click cowboy, cowboy baby. Um. And by the way, SOS Samuel, there's no time to do it in this episode, unfortunately. Um, I thought we were going to squeeze it in today. Yeah, no, no, no. So, uh, but we'll, we'll try tomorrow for sure. Uh, but tomorrow, as I said earlier, and uh, hey, Ann, if you could run that, fly that graphic up again about Katie, uh, special guest live in studio tomorrow, uh, tech expert, TV personality. She's always on the Today Show. Katie uh, Linendahl right there. Uh, she's also a podcaster. She has her own podcast. She's a writer. She also uh, is part of Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. Katie is like a, she's just a, a jackalette of all trades. How about that? She's everywhere. I mean, she's everywhere, and she's part of today's show also, which, well, you know, I'm going to have to, leave that up there, Aunt, please. I'm going to have to, I think people would rather see her than me. Um, I, 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 I'm going to have to ask her if she knows the dreaded, that despicable, uh, you know where I'm going, Carson effing Daly. She's got to know that guy. I'm going to ask her about him. <laughs> they work right down the block here today, show. I never get invited. I'm going to ask her that. Well, I'm never invited over to Matt Lauer. Her answer should be, well, Taz, you're working while we're working. <laughs> then I can't get invited. Let's see if she says that. They don't want me there. But I'm going to ask her about, uh, um, which is face, Carson Daly. We're going to be, she's going to be live in studio here. Yeah, she's, that's, she's going to be in the blender. But I, I have enough distance where I might be able to escape the blender. She's, she's, yeah, an arm's length away. She's, yeah, she's hitting the blades. But speaking of blades, she knows she's a tech expert. <laughs> 
Christ. So she might, yes, she might have something like what was that movie I was talking about? What well, that that <laughs> the, the gimmick, the gimmick that uh, the ball in a movie that spins and it, boom, and it hits the guy in the head, and the blood shoots out. It was a horror movie, and that's a gadget. And she might bring one of those in. It was like a drone before it was a drone. It was uh, somebody helped me with the movie. What was the movie? I, I talked about this before. I'm sure we'll get a tweet. No, it was a movie. Was it not Burnt Offerings? It was another movie. Wow, what the hell was it? Um, and Brian Fritsch says uh, she can handle herself. I know she can. She can talk. She's good. She's my friend. Phantasm. Thank you, Todd Warren. He said it right here on Facebook Live. Phantasm. Now, Vincent Snavely. Snavely. He said it. Yes, Phantasm. Now, Paul... Paul Jordan, it's coming. Everyone knows. Michael Wheatley, i got to give everybody a crowd. I'll just say the whole thing to say names. Uh, <laughs> Hank Trislam, they're all saying it. Tracy Allen Th- Tarp, does anybody have a name? John Doe, a simple name I can read. Uh, Dennis okay, Jones. enough. Thank you, guys. I got a Phantasm. Well, in Phantasm, okay, uh, Randy Foster. In, in Phantasm, the thing, it was a gadget, Dennis. I, I'm looking at the images now. <laughs> I wish I had the gadget here because I would just let it go around this whole floor and just drill into people's skulls and suck the blood out of their heads. Yes. Um, yeah, so maybe Katie, she might have that gadget and just zip that thing into my face and just blow my head up right here on the show. That could happen. You never know. But Katie's going to give away tomorrow live in studio. We're going to do a little giveaway action with the Taz Show and Katie. Where we're going to give a gadget away. So we're going to have some kind of contest uh, tomorrow on the show. I don't know how we're going to do that. we we got to figure this out. We've given away Xboxes in the past. I'm a good-hearted guy. That's what I do here on the Taz Show. I'm giving you an extra seven minutes. Uh, free Lunch Jones. It never ends. Fifth Quarter City. You know, I give. I give. I give. It never ends. It never ends. It never ends. Uh, and I'm still giving it. Tomorrow, we're going to give away a uh, gadget, uh, thanks to Katie. So she'll be live in studio here. We're going to do some co- some kind of a contest or something. This girl knows the wrestling business, too. You know. I mean, now, you met her recently at CBS Sports Radio, right? I did, yes. Tell us the story real quick, sir. She uh, Again, she... I'm sorry there's no time for SOS. So I apologize. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, go ahead. She was on uh, the Damon and show, and she gave away... She didn't give away to, to fans... She brought get, uh, gifts for him, and she just comes oh, on. She's well, a- hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Hold on, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. So you're telling me they're an actual host that they take gifts instead of giving them away to audience. That's what you're saying to me. Yeah. And Da did this, Damon. Yes, he did. Okay, let me just get this straight. Hold on, uh, just wait, wait, one second. Wait a second. So, so wait, wait. So they they don't just give to the audience; they take for themselves. Really? Reverse Robin Hood, as I like to call it. I don't do that. No, you certainly do not. I, I give. That's right. I give to the audience. And these guys just take from the audience. And the give office. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Yes, yes. The office here at CBS, the office. Okay, they support these talents more than they support me. But yet, I'm good-hearted Jones. I'm giving all these people. And, and these guys just take for themselves. That's not cool. I agree. Continue with your story because I have to end the show. So and she was there. What happened? She was a she was a spark plug. She had high energy. You oh, guys are gonna. Oh boy, it's gonna be a, a fun segment tomorrow. It could be. It, it might be over the top, Jones. It she's be. gonna she's gonna bring out the best in you. I don't know what the listen, best sir, is per listen, se. Listen, the best of me has yet to be seen. Exactly tomorrow. No. No, past tomorrow. No. Two days from now. Maybe. 
So what's gonna happen? She's high energy. I'm high energy. Well, I'm full throttle, Jones. What, what's the deal? It's you got me ready now. I want to compete with this girl. I know it's she's gonna, a guest, and I'm ready to compete. I, with her. It's gonna and she's you're gonna you're gonna start barking. She's gonna bark back. Oh no! And I'm just gonna sit here and dude. You know I don't do well with the women. You know I I did, I, I, I do the job. No, right here. I'm married. You know Tara Tara was nervous. Oh, this is a whole different world. Yeah, Tara. she. This is the girl. This is the girl. Katie's not going to be nervous. She's oh, going to come in here ready to sir, ready to throw sir, down verbally. You are being condescending and threatening to me, and I don't appreciate it. No, I'm just I'm pre- I'm prepping you. I don't need prep. Okay. Do you realize who I am, bro? Do you realize what I what an award? Hey, do you know Taz? By the I'm way, I'm worried about little Katie. Okay. I'm not afraid of her. Okay. She's I, that good. She's that good. Really. I would be. I would be nice to start. Because if you, if you start off like this, she probably won't give you your gift, whatever it is. More importantly, James Torado said, orange t-shirt does not do Dennis any favors. Yeah. I'm actually not even wearing a shirt today. <laughs> this is just... <coughs> Topless Jones. So wait a minute now. So so hold on a second. Right. So so she's going to come in here, Katie. And you're, you're over here prepping me. Telling me how I got to deal with a guest? No, Are I'm not you telling serious? you how to deal with her. I'm Are just... you, no, not what you did. You're telling me you're prepping. That's what you said. You said prepping. <sighs> you said prepping. That means you're trying to get me ready for something. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Uh, did you not say that? I said prepping, yes. So that means you're trying. You're telling me that I'm not prepared for her because you got to prep me. I'm not telling you nothing. I'm just giving you a heads up. She's going to come in here full throttle, so be sure... Dude, Be sure I, to have that extra. Listen, listen, that sixth listen, gear. listen, listen. I'm always in tenth gear. I know. Please don't don't threaten me inadvertently on someone else's behalf. I think you know me well enough by now. You cannot do. I'm very confrontational. That's uh, that's where I'm getting at. I don't care if Katie's a hundred pound girl. I don't care. I'm ready to go at all times, bro. Tomorrow you'll be extra ready to go. Well, what happened? Like, what happened? What she ate DA's lunch? Like, what happened? Tell me. Like a snack. <laughs> no, but like, what? What is so like? What? I mean, what is the deal? You, you just physically, she's not imposing. I'm so, intimidated already by this girl. So you, so you let your guard down. You're like, all right, you know, it's this, it's this good-looking, innocent girl, and all of a sudden she just comes in here, and it's just, vroom, and it just, and now you're like, she had you on your heels a little bit. I'm just giving. Dude, be, be you from the jump. Listen, you are not working on one of those Java shows. I know that. Okay, at uh, at, at CBS Radio, uh, at CBS Sports Radio. Not today. You're not working with those. You're working with me now, bro. Okay? You're working with me. I don't sweat anybody. Katie was my friend. Now I don't even like her anymore. <laughs> Actually, she's not even allowed on the show. I kid. You can't say these things to me. I'm so competitive, and now oh. I'm 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 ready to pounce, dude. I got a blitz plac- package in. I got the blitz package ready. I'm ready to call it the Rex Ryan special. I'm no, no. I'm looking at the sideline. I'm looking at the sideline. I'm ready for him to tell me send the dogs. Okay, I mean, I was kind of hoping for that. Don't I'm hoping. I'm hoping you don't even show up tomorrow. You're starting to get on my nerves. How about that? Okay, since this thing dropped at your T-shirt, you had a really <laughs> attitude, sir. I'm telling you that right now. And for you to set the table like this, when I have a guest coming on here, this young lady's coming on the show, and I, now I'm on defense about this girl. Not on defense. I'm on defense, like defense. 
like playing defense. I don't think I don't think you are. It's not right. Well, no, you playing head games with me, bro? Mind games, they would say on WWE. You playing mind games? Unintentionally, I don't do well uh, sometimes <laughs> with uh, women in arguments. I I've been known to do the job before. I'm just telling you. So that I'm a little concerned with. Look, if it if tomorrow it looks like you're going to do the job, let's work out a signal now. And I'll step in. The signal, I got it. The sound effects will play a signal. It'll just be a real subtle thing. She'll never figure this out, Katie. If this the signal, just be stop. That's it, and we're good. Okay. okay? Then we'll just go to break. <laughs> Quick. Come back for break. Katie's gone. Security have we, a, have we security remover. We could get we could get the Hardys. We can transport. She'll have a drone. That's how we get her out of here. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to tip anybody off. The, the, <laughs> Something's in the works, Anthony. Well, no, because the, the, the Katie and I were talking, and one of the the possibility of the giveaway Jones for tomorrow for this contest has the word drone in it. I think I said this earlier. You did. So Katie's a tech expert. She's going to come in with the phantasma ball and just <laughs> pop it right in my forehead and just suck the blood out of my head. <sighs> All right, I got to go. Um, that's it, dude. We're done here. Okay, I got to go. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten enough. Um. Yes. Yes. How can I help you? Speaking of hungry, yeah. Chef Mike appearance tomorrow for for ah, Katie. Okay. Good. So we have a guest. So Chef Mike will bring some uh, some food. Some bring work. something that Katie will get indigestion. So I wanted to burp on air. Let's see. I'll have a burp contest with her. Not a bad idea. It's actually a pretty good idea. To tell you the truth, I bet she's a belcher. <laughs> I don't think she's a belcher, but you never know. Huh. Uh, well, some people were noticing. I noticed on Twitter yesterday some people were saying about you and Anthony. This will be good. Well, hopefully you guys shower and wear clean shirts. Yeah, yeah. No, because you can't. You know, not, we have a guest in studio, and it's a girl, and and you don't want to show up. You know, smelling like body odor, and and you know, and the way you guys look normally, it's bad. I mean, Anthony, Ant, if you could chime in here, I mean, Ant, you have a clean shirt on today? I do. I did laundry yesterday. <laughs> really? Where do, do, do we you know laundry? that? For- do you laundry at home or at a laundromat? And when I say I do laundry, I go and I drop it off for these two nice ladies to do for me. No one cares. Um, okay, that's cool. Um, so are you going to wear a clean shirt tomorrow? We have a guest live in the studio? Uh, maybe. Shower, sir. Please. Well, that's my water bill's already kind of high, so <laughs> the shower might be out of question. All right, well. Uh, everything going well in the control room, sir? Yeah, it was just a mini fire, but Rover peed <laughs> on it, and then it's good. <laughs> mini fire, urine Jones. Got it. Not today. All right, get back to work. Get back to work before I give you a beat. Uh, anyway, that's the deal. All right, look, the show's over, guys. Enough here. I'm done. I got to go. I got things to do. I'm busy. We got a lot to do. We got a post-production meeting. Um, there's a lot going on. I mean, I wish I didn't have to end it, but these people got to pay me more money here. I'll, I'll do three hours of my, in my sleep. Dude, I'll do four hours. Dennis, right or wrong? You would do four hours very easily. Well, see what happens. <laughs> All right, well, Lamar, uh, talk a little NXT a little bit. Get into the bracket. Because the deadline's tonight. No, tomorrow when is tonight? Tonight at midnight, I think you have to like 12, 15, so technically Thursday morning, but for the sake of. NCAA bracket. 
Get hoops, it done. Hoops Jones. Yeah, a lot of hundreds of people have joined. So um, And you can win a free basketball signed by the Taz team. That's unless, what won? That's what won. Well, the poll's still open. I left it open until uh, tonight. And then we'll find out. What are you, stupid? God! Uh, <laughs> on that note, I got to go. go. Show's over. <laughs> just like, I, I just... Ugh. All right, I got to go. Enough, enough. We'll be back tomorrow at Taz Show. I appreciate everybody getting the show trending. We over, hashtag we over was trending. We want to eventually get RTG trending, running the game. And uh, hashtag the Taz Show trending. Get it all trending. Tomorrow, as I said, looking forward to Kenny. Uh, Kenny, how many? Katie, uh, Lynn and Doll will be in the studio, studio here live. And uh, we'll do some kind of a giveaway, a gadget giveaway. And uh, that's really it. Thanks to Mike Johnson coming on the show, too, today. I appreciate that. All right, everybody here at the Taz team. Uh, I'm Taz, you're not. Adios. Green names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let